Hello, and welcome to episode 182 of the Gaming Fix podcast on July 24th, 2021. I am your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's favorite Olympic sport. I am joined today by Allison. I, uh, so I don't really follow sports at all, but I always like every Olympics trying to find the weirdest sport and Mm -hmm. be kind of watching a little bit of that. Uh, steeplechase is a good one, um, which is basically like an obstacle course. Is that the hurdles? It's like sort of, because it's basically like there's hurdles and there's just like obstacles. And I think there's like a big pool of water on that, on the course. It's like... It's very weird. Um, okay. There's track and like, field. Yeah. It's it's like kind of uh, like you have some hurdles and uh, like oh, there's yeah. a big pool of water you jump through. Oh, it's Yeah. What the? F- I don't remember yeah. ever seeing this. Huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, it's I specifically look like, for the weirdest sports and I that's what I that's what I look I, into. Like, I've there's heard also, of steeplechase. I've just I've never apparently never seen it. <laughs> Is it basically yep. like Wipeout? Uh, it's, I mean, it's like it's, one of those like Tough Mudder runs, except oh. not as dirty and not as long, or I, you know, at least not as dirty. Like, just there's like some clean water on the track. Weird. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, I, I specifically look for the weird sports. So there's that. There's also modern pentathlon. So you know. Okay. That like uh, that's like a CPU, right? You gotta like build a computer, or uh, that's like it. it, it it's uh, it involves uh, uh, it's it's like it's like a triathlon, except it involves the uh, the um, sports gotta properly of seat a CPU, an athlon. <laughs> you have fencing, swimming, sh- like horse riding, uh, uh, shooting, right? shooting, and then running. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why fencing? I don't know. How do you fence in a pentathlon? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Know. Hold on. We need to get to the other people in this cast. <laughs> uh, you've heard Alex. Hi. Uh, I think I'm obligated to say speed skating because I was qualified for the Olympics in speed skating. Wow. Wait, is that is that real? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Wow. You didn't go. No, it was way too much friggin' work. And I was in high school, so no. My mom uh, was near qualified at like 14 for swimming. Uh, like she was like right there at 14, but then uh, it didn't. It was also the year we didn't go, uh, like in the 80s because it was in Russia. Uh, mm. Yeah. Uh, and also joining us, Chris Edgerton. The most important fact about the Olympics is that Kurt Angle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. That's all yeah. I have to say about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Greco-Roman wrestling is actually pretty cool. And uh, there's some Japanese women who just, like, dominate the women's wrestling portion. Uh, did they cool. Did they finally, like, because th- there was a big thing about how wrestling is not in the Olympics. Did they put it back in? Did we decide whether uh, wrestling what, is... Did they take Greco-Roman wrestling out of the Olympics? Yeah, I... It- I I, I thought I I thought that I thought that they were going to, and then I, I I never figured out whether they did or not because I 
Like, I couldn't uh, remember if it was supposed to be in, in this games or not. No, uh, it, it, it amends Greco-Roman wrestling Monday, August 2nd. Okay, well then. So, Looks like they, uh, yeah, they did vote to drop wrestling, but then the president of if I was the Japan, sports I'd be governing like, body no. resigned after a motion of no confidence and then they a campaign to be readmitted to the Olympics. So <laughs> it was going to be well, removed, but it did not. That makes apparently. sense. I mean, given that it was one of the original events. Yeah. And also with it being in Japan this year. And like I said, Japanese women, like I think there are <coughs> two or three who were just like top notch and clean up in the event. And if they were like, and eh, not this year, like that'd be, Oh, if I was Japan, I'd be pissed. But if I was Japan, I'd be pissed this year anyway because uh, fuck these Olympics. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. For, and Japanese people are pissed and like protesting in the streets about it, uh, blocking mm. off like major thoroughfares and like Harajuku and stuff like that. But uh, mm. yeah, it's a uh, it's a whole fucking thing. I know someone in the Olympics this year. Actually, I babysat them a few times. Uh, like. <laughs> Nice. God, like 14 years ago? Yeah, they're swimming for the Netherlands, even though they're mm. American. They've got nice. a dual citizenship. But uh, yeah, I wonder how they'll do. But uh, yeah, so Olympics. Chris, you brought the Olympics to our <laughs> yeah, podcast it's, today. It's me. I I brought the Olympics. I have carried the Olympic torch onto this podcast. Um, <laughs> so Sega went... And made an uh, the uh, the officially licensed uh, Olympic video game. I don't I don't know exactly how far back these games go. I remember picking up my first one in like two thousand two. <laughs> was like the first time I ever. I feel saw, like these like, games go a, back to like the NES, the probably. NES. Yeah. There must, I don't know, there's probably like a... There was uh, track and field, but... Yeah, right. let's see. Yeah. Olympics video games. Uh, da, 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 all, oh, come on, come on. Uh, oh, this is going to take me a while. You, you keep going, keep uh, going. <laughs> yeah, so, so anyway, Sega made it because obviously if you've been paying even a little bit of attention, like Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games is like surprisingly a really good video game and it, it's always yeah. like this sort of like happy moment it, I, 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 I feel like for the people who really like those games where it's like yeah these keep staying consistently like pretty okay that game um, put Wario on a horse yeah and that's cool um, and so basically what they have done is more or less taken that style of game and transposed it onto real human sports. And um, it's kind of interesting, but it's also sadly like one of the things for me specifically, like I am not good at this because the mini games in question often revolve a lot of, button tapping that I cannot physically perform. Like it is just not, we are like at the threshold where it is like not possible for me to even do this. So, Mm. um, yeah. 
There's like a boxing mini game where like for some reason the mechanic to get up from a knockdown when you're boxing is to wiggle the sticks. Like to like rotate and jiggle the analog sticks and Just I don't like understand how you rotate and jiggle your arms in order to stand up. Yeah. I well I see I yeah. wouldn't know much about that, so <laughs> Uh, no. I do have an update. The first official Olympic game, uh, video game, released for the uh, only in arcades in Japan, uh, made by Konami, called Hyper Olympic '84. Okay, so so actually, it, it was Konami that had these um, console games for for a very very long time. I think uh, probably like Athens and. Torino and um, Nagano Winter Olympics 98 was the last Konami game. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Attention to Detail in 2000, 2002, and Athens 2004 was Eurocom, whoever that is. Oh, wow. Eurocom. Okay. So, but, so I, turns out I know nothing, but I, I played a bunch of Athens 2004. So mm-hmm. I remember that game sort of pseudo fondly. Um, okay. It was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, so the the big like meme with with the Sega game is they put a costumed version of uh, Sonic of Sonic the Hedgehog fame. You can just wear a like uh, uh, what you call it a a, like a, uh, like a, like a furry suit. Kind of. Yeah, it, I, I I I I I was trying to find the word for like. Uh, mascot costume like just a mm-hmm. it's just a big a big head mascot sonic they they should have this for like more sega characters like they do with sonic all-stars racing transformed or whatever yeah where they got like i i from super monkey ball and they got kiryu from yakuza yeah. they got you know they got all the song all the sega people you big got the cat. uh sure big the cat you got um morgana you got teddy you got you know, all really? everybody's everybody's favorite Sega mascots. I feel like I rarely consider Persona characters to be Sega characters. Well, they but Sega owns Atlas, so they, they do. But just imagine you could you could have Teddy and Morgana compete in like dressage, and do you have a cat and a bear riding a horse? Like, come on, no, riding a giant penis chariot. <laughs> yeah, um, God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or put. Put Belphegor so, in Smash. Oh, is he the one on the toilet? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But Chris, other than the button mashiness, how is it overall? Like, is it is it a quality product or is it? it well, it de- so you have to sort of like jiggle expectations with this thing a little bit because, like, for me, right, I always went to the GameStop to buy this game because it felt like a collector's item. Right, because it, it it like back in the it'll be around for like a year and then it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like if you don't if you don't get it like while the Olympics are happening, you might find two copies in the Walmart bin in six months, but you might not. So you better mm-hmm. like pick it up and like at least rent it to see if you want to buy it or not. You know, that was always my thing as a kid, like just not not really understanding you know, like what other games there were. I just mm-hmm. saw that and was like, okay, I'll keep, I'll buy those because they probably won't be around. And now that's not the case because 
like think that there's no there's no actual reason for things to be off sale. It just has to do with contracts and stuff. So it's like you know you don't have to like buy this thing right now. Um, mm-hmm. And at forty dollars, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I played it because I have PlayStation now. I just have that because they have a habit of just putting they they give you at least three games a month usually, and sometimes it's more. It's somewhere between three and six usually. Um, so they just gave me that one, and I was like, okay, I'll try this. And um, it's weird. It's got like light progression mechanics. Like you can sort of tool your athlete to be good at different disciplines. Wait, okay. Are you are you picking? Is it like you create one character and you're going through every sport? Well, c- c- kind of, s- sort of. Like you, you, you definitely do cre- create that avatar, and they actually have like an avatar sharing system. So, like, I could, I could give you the code, and you could like make my avatar, even though like the avatar creator is not like especially like super complex. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, that sort of looks like me. Mm-hmm. Um. You're not uploading your face to the cloud and right, they're, no, wrapping it around, they're 3D mapping it to a right. yeah. model. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's got like a neat aesthetic to it. Like there's a, there's a bunch of stuff like, like when you're playing like the judo mini game, um, mm-hmm. they, they tend to go like uh, really kind of over the top with like the, the animations of you like taking people down and stuff. And it's, it's like they 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 go for this really comfortable cartoon aesthetic that like I said feels in concert with the Mario and Sonic uh like aesthetic if it were just applied to real people. It's like <laughs> what if that lady who kissed Sonic in Sonic 06 wasn't a nightmare? Like what if that was just normal oh, no. and not as like gross? It's not gross. It is totally normal. You're the problem, not her, not Sonic. <laughs> right. Sorry. You're the problem. It's totally normal. Yeah, but it's um so they 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 do an an interesting thing which is they don't have a bunch of different um like they only have 100 meters and 110 meter hurdles. Like they don't they don't have a bunch of different disciplines of running. They have like 16 different mini games and they have like table tennis and tennis, but they don't have like a bunch of different uh, disciplines of like swimming or running. They just have the, the one running and then the, like the, the two swimming. And then mm-hmm. like they have a like basketball and like rug, rugby and soccer are in there, which is like neat for them to like, expand out so you know i don't i'm not gonna say it's like a terrible game but i don't know who this is for and i feel bad if anyone got duped into like paying full price for this because like there always are like yeah definitely who who is buying these games it's not for people like us really like i mean obviously you're playing it but like it's yeah, I I don't know like who was actually like, "Oh, I want to play the Olympic game." It's, you know, it's it's grandparents buying games for like kids or like, you know, parents not in the know buying games for kids or yeah. stuff like that, I assume. Yeah. 
And it's like, I, like I would probably be like slightly more positive on it if it wasn't just a bunch of mini games that I can't physically do. It's like a sure. bunch of like rotate the stick, hammer the mm-hmm. button type of yeah. stuff. That's just like not, and it, and it's <laughs> not like, it's not like it's a capital P problem. It's just one of those things of like, I'm I'm never going to go play that Kingdom Hearts rhythm game because it's not it's not for me. Like it's mm-hmm. just straight up not made yeah. for me. So it's fine. Well, I mean, it's not made for me either, but yeah. that's a, uh I oh, I had a thought. It's it's gone. Oh, what you know, it'd be cool if they like, you know, the Olympics has had a lot of iconic moments throughout the years, especially while it's been like televised and stuff. If they like it did a game where they were just like, instead of just like some bullshit, what if we did like a, like what they do in the WWE games when they do like the career or like the, the stories that like go through this person's career and like, see like the big moments and like you did like exciting moments in Olympic history or whatever. Yeah. W- one, one, one wrestling um, with a broken neck is Kurt Angle or whatever. Yeah. Like w- one, one interesting uh, tit- tidbit that's not, usually in other games but is in this one they only feature olympic records as the top record they don't mm-hmm. necessarily specify that it is a world record now it could be that they that it is a world record and it just says olympic record but this game does not mm-hmm. d- distinct does not differentiate between Olympic record and world record like it, does it just not, has olympic record which is weird does not acknowledge the world yeah, like it's the Olympics are the only thing that matters to the Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's a fuck off. It, it's a like a, a an okay like party game thing if you're like having a beer with people. Like it's you could turn this on and have fun, but it's not like a a thing that you're gonna like spend time on. I don't can like is there like a smoke a blunt with Michael Phelps mini game or I wish, but no, like. Like, I'm just, I'm trying to, like, imagine what scenario anyone is like, oh, yeah, let's crap, op- crap, uh, crack open a couple brewskis and play the, play Olympics, the Olympics game. Yeah. It's Unless everyone can be Sonic. Now, if you put in Sonic and Big the Cat and Kiryu and, you know, all these famous Sega characters, now you, now you got a stew going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, part of me just wonders why they don't put mario and sonic on everything else like why can't you just make that deal like why does it have to why do we have to live in this world where nintendo, nintendo gets the stuff not that I at all to like not not this year no well no, i know no, but no, like no mario this time <laughs> you're not yeah. dragging mario like you know with the <laughs> like with the music there was no nintendo music in the opening yeah mm-hmm. yeah um it's also hella frustrating because that composer Turns out, did a bunch of horrible stuff to disable people. So, uh, no, no, no. That's that. So that guy, he got outed. Uh, oh, okay. The, the the person, the Dragon Quest composer who did, ended up doing it, he's also a shithead. Okay. <laughs> like ultra, like super nationalist, and like, I think, uh, yeah. It's, there's too much to keep track of. Yeah. He is also a shithead. So don't worry. There's bad dudes all yeah, over the place it, on this thing. It's rotted all the way down. Just, yeah. Just like the IOC, oh. but uh, yeah. So that's the Olympics game. Uh, if 
somehow that sounded compelling, you can check it out on PlayStation Now or for $40. Wherever, I don't know, wherever fine video games are sold, maybe. I don't know. Wherever fine, GameStop is fine. Wherever like, video games are sold. Do you think GameStop is carrying the Olympics game? Probably. Probably. Okay. I don't Probably. see why they wouldn't. They got limited shelf space, baby. They got, you got to put Funko Pop somewhere, and you can't sacrifice. Yeah, that but space I mean, it's like you, you, you gotta have a game for like grandparent buying it for a grandkid and going, "Oh, it's the Olympics." True, it's true. Uh, what else are you playing, Chris? Uh, so I played a game that came out on Game Pass this week. Um, yeah. it's called The Last Stop. It's made. Uh, by Variable State, they made Virginia, um, mm. and it's published by Annapurna. Um, it's a it's like the el- the the elevator pitch on it is like what if a what if a Telltale game was like super British, like <laughs> just take the take the the Sam meter and turn it all the way up to like. 17 and like that's that's what you have is a very british telltale style david cage style um sort of adventure game so they're all like oi pip pip cheerio what's all this then like close to that but like (laughs) not like it like they 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 all seem to be like actual British speakers, and it like it's I speak played British mostly er, earnestly. Like it, uh huh. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, there's some. It's weird stuff. So, like, it's one of those games that you sort of can't talk about even a little bit without getting into because the whole thing is just the the story, right? Right. And, and so it's hard to talk about, but like basically the game opens with uh, these kids in the eighties are like just messing with some. They took some constables' police hat and they're just they're they're running from the cops and they run into a subway station uh, and they they go like all all the way down and they find that like deep underground is this like. Portal, portal to a different dimension, and this girl, who's who, who's with the character you're playing as, just like walks through, um, because because this guy's like, hey, you need to come, you need to come with me. You were supposed to be here twenty minutes ago, and she's like, okay, I'll go, and so she goes, and then, um, the game like opens properly, and you it uh. You, you get to choose between like one to, one of three characters, and the stories are all uh, independent of each other. So it's like uh, birth by sleep in that way. It's it's you you play the stories independently, and then at the, at the end they all come together. Um, it ha- it has this bad pacing problem, I think, where you can only play each chapter after you've. You can only play the next chapter after you've played chapter one of of 
everything. And then chapter two, you can't move uh, on in the story until you've played the other two stories, which at the end weird. of the game makes sense because you, you, you need everybody to be in the same place. Mm-hmm. But while you're playing it, you just cut because the, the, the three individual stories have such different tones that you kind of end up with this like whiplash of like, okay, well this one story is like just a freaky Friday situation. And it's like mostly a comedy, but then you've got this other like police detective story. that's like totally and completely the opposite direction. So it's like, it has a tonal whiplash. Um, and it would be a lot easier to like, recommend like oh everyone needs to play this game if you could just pick and choose which story you played and like when and how uh because playing it sort of sideways where it's like you have to play all of chapters two and three and then all of chapter four and like it it just kind of it's uneven and and doesn't really work yeah, like um, it would be better if you could just follow one thread all the way to the end rather than having to do all of them concurrently. Yeah. And if you get spoilers for all the other stories. Yeah. Well, that's the, the way, um, uh, oh God, 13 Sentinels handled it was relatively interesting because it, there were some points where you could continue down because there was 13 individual characters, so 13 right. individual yeah. storylines, and you could continue all the way down one storyline up until a point. And then it was like, okay, if you want to continue the storyline, you have to complete this other character's storyline up until this point or something. Because, yeah. yeah, like like that kind of made sense rather than just, Chris, what you're describing yeah. sounds like you have to finish chapter one for this character and then this character yeah. and then this character and that's the gate. Then you yeah. can move to chapter two, which that sounds less elegant. Yeah, and well, yeah. like it's... This is definitely one of those cases where like I, I want to talk to like the developer... To like, ha- to like, have that conversation. Like, what what was that like? It, like in the studio. Like, did, did other people pitch that idea? Was it just an I, I I I idea that you never thought of? Was it something to do with the way that you that like the the um like mm. stuff was diagrammed because of COVID? And like, I just want to know that part of it because it's like it's like ho- holistically, it's like probably like one of my favorite things I've played this year, but like trying to look at it like critically and like, and like think about like, okay, well, what is this really doing? And like, how well is it doing it? I, I think it, there are some spots where it's like sort of shaky. And like, most of that is like, um, in the like dialogue, it almost comes up, more like a like a visual novel because th- there is only one track you can you can sort of go down like m- m- most games yeah. are 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 trying to give you the ap- the appearance of like a of like a story diamond right where you you come to a point and then you pick between like mm-hmm. one or two or three or five different things and then maybe at the end they all sort of come back together because that's how it has to work but with this it's it's literally the the dialogue that you pick your character to say does not change what the what the next what the character says back to you like it it, it does not change uh, the way that people react to you at all 
Right. And like, honestly, I, I, I think that's good, but it makes me wonder why did you even add the, the dialogue thing to begin with? Was it like totally j- mm-hmm. purely just a, we're trying to bite this style of game, so we're going to do this and then it not really do much of Definitely. anything. And if, if I sound like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm down on it. Like I, I'm not really like I, I had a really interesting time with this game. I just, I, 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 I think it is going to be one of those things where it is for this specific group of people who will listen to this kind of podcast and not really for everyone else, but I want it to be for everyone else. You know what I mean? Because it's like yeah. such a cool and interesting idea. Um, it just so happens to have one of the largest cast of, of non-white characters that I've seen in a, in a video game, which is neat. Um, cool. And so... Yeah. That is interesting. Uh, if you have Game Pass, it's free. If you don't, it's $25. And I think... It, it took me about like six hours to finish. And so you kind of have to decide the, the mental math, you know, on is that worth $25? I think it's at least worth trying. Um, I don't, it, I was looking on Steam. It didn't seem like there was a demo. It would, be, it would be cool if they could have like a demo where you could just do chapter one and you could figure out if you mm, like chapter one. Uh, all, all I would say pro- <laughs> probably between like all of them, that is like the takes the most setup and is maybe like 30 minutes. All, all of the different chapters are basically just scenes that take anywhere between 15 to 20 minutes, depending. And so mm-hmm. it's like, it's an easy, like for, for me, the, the, the reason that I did it all basically in one sitting was just because it was so it felt so digestible as I, as I, as I was moving around it. And then I'm like, well, I got to like, to like chapter six, because like, there's a, there's a puzzle that you have to solve that I was like, I don't know how to be, how to beat this puzzle. Let me look this up. Um, and it turned out that I was super close to the end. So at that point I was just like, okay. Um, I think I think it's interesting. It does sound like you said, kind of niche. Like it sounds like it'll be hard for it to find its audience. Like, or alternatively, it'll be hard for people to have it show up in front of them, unless yeah. they are into something very specific. Like, like I mean, it, it it's on the real... you know the top of Game Pass right now. Like you know, recently added stuff. That's like sure, but it gotta be a huge sure. But if it you know gets positive buzz from that then you know maybe it'll keep going as people are like oh i'm getting subscribed to game pass for you know xyz maybe you know maybe um it's it's also it's also one of those interesting things where um and this has nothing to do with the game but just as a, a a thing that i'm seeing people talk about it people will ascribe this as an annapurna game when they're doing the devolver digital thing right where it's just like Oh, that's a Devolver game, but yeah. no, they paid like they paid for it. 
Yeah, I, I think more than anything, it gives you like saying something's an Annapurna game, something's a Devolver game. More than anything, gives you the idea of the kind of game it is because like they have an MO for what they're supporting and what they're gonna like publish and like you know market and whatnot. So I think you know you say Annapurna, I'm like, oh okay, I I know. Right, what kind of game I I know be. that I definitely had like when you said Annapurna. Even if they're just the publisher, I, I had that feeling of like, oh, should I? Is this a game I need to pay attention to? Because uh, I know that they tend to focus on games with more of a narrative bent or more of a, um, you know, kind of an interesting indie story focused thing. So I, I, yeah. I think there's there's value there, even if they're not necessarily the developers. Yeah, it's yeah. just it, it, it's it, it's sort of an interesting observation about how. Um, the like the the language we use to to like describe things sometimes like we almost put more value into into a publisher than we do a developer mm-hmm. sometimes and I think that's really um, yeah def- definitely interesting it, thing that that comes out yeah. of this but um, it definitely makes me more curious to now go backward and look at Virginia because that was a game that I oh, yeah. I uh, didn't like touch at all. It's um, a good game. Yeah, it's worth it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's last stop on Game Pass, and uh, I'm assuming it's on other consoles, or is it Xbox only right uh, now? Yeah, it's 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 on uh, PS4. Okay. Cool. Or P or I don't I don't know if it's PS4, PS5, uh, or just well, I mean it's it backwards is, it compatible, is, so I don't know if it there's a PS5 on, version, but it is on Xbox One, PlayStation Four. Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 5, Microsoft Windows, and Nintendo Switch. Wow. You can get it it's everywhere like, except your phone. It's friggin' everywhere. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, any... So you've got two other things here. Are, can we hold these for news? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you, we'll you hold those for like, news. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Uh uh well i don't know what any of this stuff alex what are you writing here i don't know what any of this is alex what are you okay tell us tell us about what is duta dote i've been i've been doting on uh whatever whatever dotes your goat i got it yeah exactly it's um entertainment i don't know um Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I think it's probably because the international is coming up. So there's always just this kind of buzz that floats around Dota. And uh, I haven't played Dota in like, I haven't had a proper match of Dota in like four years, I think. You almost came to have it and then you came came back. I I think I looked at my Dota buff. If anyone has ever played Dota, they'll know what a Dota buff is, Um, which is like your an external third party site where you can kind of track your stats and like see who you've played with and like see which items and characters and whatever win rates you like it's it's just a stat tracking site uh it's free mm-hmm. it's good if you so if you play dota i imagine everybody's still using dota buff but yeah my last recorded match was from 2017 august 2017 so oh, jesus like literally almost four years um it's basically a completely different game at this point, right? So it is in a lot of ways. That's kind of why I, I when I've been playing it, I've largely just been playing bot bot games. Yeah. Just to kind of mm-hmm. hitting the random character button, playing whoever shows up. And then like there's like 
10 or 15 new characters since then where I looked at them. It's kind of fun. Like when you're mm-hmm. first learning a MOBA game, some of the fun of it is encountering characters and you have no clue what they're doing. So you're yep. just kind of learning it on the fly. You're like, oh, okay. This guy just friggin' jumped from a tree and landed on my lap. Okay, so he can do that. Yeah. <laughs> like it, like that kind of stuff. And it's it, it, it's just interesting little little changes too. It's like, oh, where's the secret shop? Like that's you know, like they, they took out the side shop yeah. of Dota. The my side God. shop was like the side shop was super important for so many years and it's just gone. Gotta change how, that meta. It's weird. And yet, and yet somehow they've never added a fully locked camera because it's still a quote-unquote RTS, and so they don't want to do that. kind of lock your camera. If you double right-click on your character portrait, it will follow them around. Um, right, but, but, you, but, you have to, but you have to do that every time that you go off-screen. Exactly. So yeah. it, it becomes, uh, for, for me specifically, it becomes very un, annoyingly undoable. Mm-hmm. And basically what I... What I have to do if I want to play is bind a mouse button and then hold that mouse button the entire match. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, I think there is a way to do it. Uh, yeah, I'm, there are definitely ways to do it to fully lock the camera. Yeah, you can disable the edge pan option. So like, okay. there, there's ways you can do it, but there's not like a one button setting that you hit to do it. Um, yeah, but it would be a good option, I think. It's just it's it's very it's it's very frustrating that like I've had to like like co- like come to like you specific, specifically with that and that like nobody in like five six years has just been able to like point to that and say oh that that like that's what you're looking for like it's just it's it's very very frustrating and it's why accessibility is important because mm. you need to like just create easier solutions for that. Because it's like, totally. oh, now I'm excited to like go look and like see if I can actually make this work. Congratulations, like, Alex! You've ruined play. another life. Yeah, I would love to completely er- erase my League of Legends knowledge and replace it with Dota knowledge. I would love don't, to do that. Don't don't say things. Don't say <laughs> like, things like that. Like I'm gonna this. I don't think this is a particularly hot take, but I'm usually not as black and white about this kind of stuff, but I think Dota is probably the best designed game ever. Like just straight up. Um, like that's, I, again, I don't usually like to work in binaries and black and whites like that, but I do think Dota, like Dota 2. You're, you're, uh, a, you're a developer, Alex. You like to work in binary. It's true. I like to work in hex. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think Dota, Dota 2 specifically is probably the best the individual best design game ever. Like it is so like, there's so much depth to it. It's so complex. It's so dynamic. It's uh, like, it's just insane. The, just the breadth of content that you're getting out of every single game because it changes so drastically because Mm -hmm. of uh, the immense character pool, which is like 115 or something now, uh, which some of them are very easy to get into. Like they're like one button kind of things. Uh, and you don't have to think too much. They, but also the fact that there's like, however many items at this point, they've added a bunch mm-hmm. since I last started. So there's like, I'm still seeing stuff. I was like, I have no idea what this does. So uh, I don't know, Andre. While I'm speaking, would you do me a favor and Google how many items there are in Dota? <laughs> sure. <laughs> because like, that means you can play any character, like any one character, and you can just main that character forever. And 
you can try it with like a bunch of different item combinations and you're going to have a different experience every single time. It, 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 it's always so interesting to me because like, so, so, so playing league for, for so many years, um, you, 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 you sort of end up just eventually having an, a, like a holistic understanding of the, the, the entire game, like the entire ab- the ab- ability roster and like mm-hmm. all this other sort of stuff. And it's like talking to Dota people and Dota people are like, no, I just, I, I just play this one hero and I don't really know what other he- heroes do. Like it's, it's, it's a weird commonality that's like you, you don't necessarily find in other games, but I think it's interesting. All right. As of October 13th, 2020, this, this is just what Google is telling me, 208 items. Yeah. I did not know there was like a backpack where you could swap items in and out of. Yep. Like, is that it's, separate from the courier? Uh, yeah, yes. it's it like, like, like backpack is basically <laughs> like over like overflow. Like, oh, you bought too many things here. Yes. W- w- yeah, while so like, w- while you get the component to like, yeah. to, to like finish. Here's this item in your backpack. A league is 175 plus. Uh, so Dota's got it beat out on um, item count. Damn. Yeah. But it's a lot of. It, yeah. Lot of the backpack is interesting. It's like Chris was saying, it's basically an overflow. Like support characters will put their wards in there and then swap mm-hmm. them into their main inventory when they're warding, but it's not taking up space kind of thing. Um, oh, I had something else, but I can't remember. It's. It's just an intense game uh, for crazy people that <laughs> I think is worth playing. Um, and it is the kind of game where you could just, it can be the only game you ever play for the rest of your life and you'll probably have a great time with it. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, like it's, it's great. That's, we don't have to talk too much about it. I don't think I need to talk about this 10 year old game that much. Sure. <laughs> but. Dota's got big elite and heroes. 119 in Dota 2, or at least that was last summer. Oh, hundred and well, it's. Uh, I don't think it's going to be more than 156 since <laughs> in the last like 11 months, because uh, that's what League has. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's that's a lot of characters. <laughs> yeah, it's there is a lot of people who. Um, People like to turn it into like the League versus Dota versus yeah. Heroes of New Earth versus Heroes of the Storm versus you know, versus whatever. Pokemon Unite versus Pokemon Unite, which I, I assume we'll get to later. Um, but I think they are just completely different games. Like they're they're obviously totally. sharing uh, the same design language from where their origin was, but at this point, I think they're just completely different experiences. Like League mm-hmm. is something you can go to and have much more of a bite sized experience. Like. Uh, like you can have matches that are like an hour long, but in general, they're meant to be faster paced than Dota ones. Dota ones are generally meant to be slower paced. Um, like I would say the average game length in a Dota game is probably 45 minutes to an hour. Whereas with league, when I tried it, it was probably closer to 15 minutes to 30 minutes, depending, you know? Yeah. Uh, And it, 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 well, I, I've like stopped playing, playing, but it, it will like sort of ping pong between, 20 minutes to 30 minutes depending on the patch depending on where the the, sure. the meta is and uh stuff like that and it, it's also interesting because as you've been getting into dota i've been getting into wild rift which is the oh, phone yeah. version of mm-hmm. of, of, of league of legends yeah. and it's such an interesting 
experience because it's so much the same, right? But mm-hmm. it's also so different. Like mm-hmm. you, you get your ultimate at level five instead of level six, and that completely changes the entire way that you play the game. It's right? funny because it doesn't sound like it, but it took like the timing of everything is completely different at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and um, and like Nasus, like his, it, you get more more stacks per hit, but also the cooldown on on the Q is faster. So you play Nasus mm. and you just got like. 300 stacks at like five minutes like it's just it's bananas and it's it's that, no bananas um, is soraka yeah it's that it's that, fun but w- one of those things where it's like ah god i can't i can't open these old wounds again like i i almost <laughs> care again it's Am not I gonna, fair can i can i in wild rift can i stand top for an hour and farm q as nasus <laughs> and just get like in one shot everyone on the enemy team is that what you, i can do you, you kind of can or or one shot the, the tower at least like yeah you, you'll That's get funny. pretty close like because yeah nasus is one of the infinite scaling champions mm-hmm. where as long as he gets last hits with his like q he he just gets more damage on that q and just you can do that forever funny. uh so then you'll um, just if you play with nasus he just stands top for an hour <laughs> and farms <laughs> He doesn't That's let the wave funny. move at all. It's it's it's, and then you're like, everyone on our team is dead. They're at our like front door. He's like, just like farming those cues. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, 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 like they, they they got rid of inhibitors in, in in Wild Rift so that you actually have to like make a a final mm-hmm. push for the Nexus like co- correctly, and you can't you can't just like like sort of like slowly drip drip bleed yeah. a, a base. You have to like just go for it and end it. But but also that means that you can't like die because if you die and you can't defend your base, then like it mm-hmm. it's just it's such an interesting experience, and I hate myself for being excited about it. <laughs> but I'm constantly like, man, I should just I should just play. The, I can I can get like four or five solid games out of a single phone battery. I can mm. I can just play this for two two and a half hours and just be good. Yeah. If there is actually a similar kind of mode to what you're describing in Dota, it's called Dota Turbo Mode, where it just like cranks all the dials to the right, so the experience is way faster, uh, the gold is way faster. Like it's basically it's tuned to kind of turn a Dota match into like a 15 to 20 minute experience. So uh, that also might be kind of fun for for people who aren't as interested in the the very long super competitive matches. Uh, and I think the last thing I'll say about Dota that I really love is the fact that they've always done this. Like I started playing Dota in like 2012 and then stopped, like I said, around 2017. Um, They've always, the way they've balanced everything with patches is never like they rarely nerf. What they do is they just buff everyone. Like they give Mm -hmm. everyone insane buffs. Like, Oh, now this character's stun stuns for like a billion years and does a zillion damage. Oh, that doesn't mean we're going to nerf everyone else. We're just going to make everyone else just as fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like it just makes everyone feel overpowered in in a really fun way. So it's like yeah, like the meta game becomes one of the fun parts of Dota. It's like what crazy combination of characters can we put together that will just bring the most chaos. I feel like that's one of the things that makes it so impenetrable. Like even to me, like someone who's played like other MOBAs and I played Dota in Warcraft 3, like Mm -hmm. I just look at it and go, you know, I try to play a game and I go, 
why am I dead in like two seconds? <laughs> or, you like, know, like what, why am I stunned from across what, is, what seems like across the map? Why and, did this you person know, like, shoot me with a laser beam from the sun from like out of nowhere? Yeah, yeah. Wh- exactly. Like, wh- why is Sniper able to hide under his turret and still hit me? This is un, oh God, I hate this. Oh God, I'm dead. Oh God. <laughs> the, the, everyone just, hates Sniper. Allison, yeah. for context, because I know you're not a Dota person. Everyone I've, else. Yeah. Everyone else with, uh, there's ranged heroes and melee heroes. And ranged mm-hmm. heroes, typically they have like a pretty normal area around them that you can expect to be hit from. Like, mm-hmm. it, let's say it's 900 units, 900 pixels around them, like in a circle. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. Uh, Sniper, one of his abilities lets him grow that circle like way bigger. So suddenly he can mm. hit you from like... 2000 away with his right clicks and you're just like where even is this person you're like where is this coming from yeah <laughs> exactly it's it's pretty funny but yeah everyone hates sniper because he's very annoying but, yeah it's just like stuff like that makes it just seem <laughs> impenetrable yeah unless I mean, you and have that's like come why... in with like a guide and like okay here's what we're gonna well, do here's what you need to have, watch out for they actually do have guides in the in the game which are really mm-hmm. useful no, I, I, just, I mean like, I mean like a person but, but yes, a to person, be like a coach. Here is what you need to. Here is what you need to be looking out for, and like you know, laning with this person or whatever. And yeah, sorry, like Allison, that, you were going to say though. Oh yeah, no, that's just why I've never really dove into the MOBA of it all because it just seems so impenetrable and like, like I, it's it's the type of thing where I feel like okay, I could probably get it. I would just have to spend a lot of time on it, and I do not have that level of patience on right now. So, well, we um, can use this opportunity. I don't know. Did you dive into Pokemon Unite, Allison? I played a little bit of the tutorial yesterday. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah uh, I played uh, like three, four games today, like and the tutorial stuff, and this is more fun than I expected it to be. Like it's Alex, you played when the the beta came out or mm-hmm. whatever like the yeah. region only, test only in canada apparently i didn't know that yeah I'm, that's that's uh common um i i i saw someone saying like what uh the region they test in says about the company or says about the game they're releasing and like it's like oh philippines is like they want cheap testing uh yeah. and then something then like canada is they're they're confident as hell in this game and <laughs> will shut it down if they don't think it'll work <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, it came out on the Switch this week. I guess it's still mm-hmm. not quite out officially on phones yet. They're saying but, September. So okay. not not super far away, but hopefully, like, yeah. th- th- from from everything I can I can tell, this game seems like capital G good. Yeah. So ho- it, hopefully the the wave will stay with it because it's, you, it seems to be, like, as a, as a spectator, it seems to be really good. You yeah. can put a Snorlax in like a Hawaiian shirt and like a, f- a swimmy float thing. Yeah, it's really like good. a rubber, like a like a duck thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't. I could look it up. I don't remember what episode we talked about it. Um, oh for the for this, that test, this feels um, like a year ago, probably. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. One sixty two. Yeah, it was episode one sixty two, uh, which wait, was March. Really? 6th. Was it? Wow. Jesus, yeah. that feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, uh, we also talked about the Monster Hunter movie that episode. Um, so, like, you can if anyone's interested in hearing the initial impressions from the alpha, go there. But like the TLDR from that was that it felt really good. Like, it's a really good way to just spend ten minutes because like the mm-hmm. the matches are hard locked at ten minutes, or at least they were yeah. then. And uh, I still uh, think that's the same. I think time they are right now. now. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's. 
it's kind of what you were describing, Chris. It's the fast-paced version of a MOBA. It is, but the, the cool thing about it, and I'm just going to again speak to the alpha experience. I don't know what the current experience yeah. is because I haven't played it yet, but um, it's balanced in a way um, to where they remove a lot of this, the scary parts of a MOBA. Like there's no shop. Uh-huh. There's no last hitting yeah. on creeps. Like te- there's kind of lasting on creeps, but not exactly because it's more of it's kind of in the heroes of the storm way where it's more about your team and like winning as a team, not necessarily as an individual. Like yes, you as an individual are contributing, uh, but the team grows together a lot in a lot of ways. Yeah. So yeah, but that's uh, I'll, I'll leave it there and leave it for you y'all now because you've played the real thing. Yeah, the uh, like. So it's more similar to like Heroes of the Storm than it is to like Dota or League. Uh, But there are no like creeps or no like team creeps. There are just like little mobs of wild Pokemon around the map that you're uh, knocking out and capturing. That's what your trainer is like throwing Pokeballs out of the Pokemon you knock out. And then you those like banked points and then you're dunking points and basketball hoops basically. I to, love uh, the dunking like animations out. is very yeah, good. It's so silly. To take out like, like little wow. checkpoints for the team that are along the paths. It's, uh, so there's no like tower or anything. There's no like the closest thing you get to like environmental hazards or like towers or anything is just there's some Pokemon, wild Pokemon that will attack you if you get close. And it, so yeah. if you're like running away or something or in a fight, like that other Pokemon can come in and join in the fight. So it is a lot more about like managing your just like confrontations with the other players, uh, which is like a nice way to like take out the complexity and uh, stuff like that. Uh, I, I, yeah, I've only I lo- touched the tutorial, but it feels very accessible from what mm-hmm. I like, like especially in, in teaching you like, hey, here are the lanes and here are the like, here's how you play it and here's how mm-hmm. you get points and I haven't gotten really into the team composition stuff yet, but it feels like they are <laughs> making it accessible. Even if you've like me, I like I've played maybe two games of league once and I had no idea what was going mm-hmm. on. <laughs> so it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice that they made it accessible to people like me who are like, I don't know anything about a MOBA, but I yeah. like Pokemon a lot. So <laughs> And in the yeah. team composition screen, they tell you, like, hey, your team needs an attacker, your team needs an all-arounder, a defender, or whatever, you know, whatever class to, like, round it out and make it, you know, a better team comp. And, you know, you don't have to do that, but it gives you that option uh, if you like, want to play to, uh, you know, help out the it, team. It's kind of similar to the way Overwatch does it, where it's like, hey, you you have a lot of attackers, you need a tank or a healer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like that. But But, yeah, Chris, sorry, you were going to say? No, I I, I I I was going to make a, a pithy comment about how the um the the Baron equivalent or the Roche equ- equivalent is Zapdos, which I just yep. I love. Mm-hmm. I it's love funny. that like the, <laughs> the 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 legendary bird is the is the monster. Like it's it, it's so great for me specifically, who is such a Gen two lover. Like mm-hmm. Totodile is my favorite starter ever, and so like. Specifically for me, like, that's like, mm-hmm. oh. Um. So on the topic of, like, Zapdos and, like, those, I, I would have liked to have seen, maybe they're going to add this later, but, like, more map variety. And then, like, with that, mm-hmm. like, change up, like, oh, this one's Articuno, this one's Mewtwo or Moltres or, you know, like, because yeah. it is just, like, Zapdos every time. 
at least currently and i assume they'll add in because this game is like free to play as hell uh it's you know it's got startup events so daily login bonuses uh you know battle pass type things at least in the alpha it was also not um like yes it was free to play as hell in that sense but it also didn't seem like it was too predatory it no it it doesn't uh just there there is a lot of stuff you can like buy and yeah uh, stuff like that and that uh, it's it's not necessarily yeah. yeah yeah and like there are pokemon you can unlock just by playing and then you know you can mm-hmm. unlock everything by playing um but there is something so i'm not far enough in but there are like items that you can equip outside of the match mm-hmm. uh, and then you carry those in like oh i've got a potion and that like does something or i've got like a weight belt and that lets me do more damage based on their attacker or whatever yeah that's- and then you can upgrade those uh and then so you're going you can go in with like oh i've spent more money or whatever or you know i just have more stuff so i can come in and do more damage because i got better items which doesn't feel great yeah uh, but i haven't seen it be a problem yet but yeah. it I, is I, a little I, like eh. i would hope that they would balance that like like yeah. in, in matchmaking like assuming that there's a big enough player base that they would basically say oh okay we're gonna match you with other yeah. people who also have items rather than like you being the only one in a match with any item that would be really yeah i mean it. you I can get people. the like you can get the items but it's you know if like mm. someone's spending money to like get the upgrade materials or whatever you know i yeah i don't know how that really works yet i haven't like got enough stuff to like upgrade i don't think it hasn't given mm. me like here's how you upgrade it also didn't tutorialize like here's how you return to the base to heal, nope. <laughs> uh, which was like I wish they had done that because I've definitely played games with people who did not know at all how to play a MOBA, and uh, you know that yeah. gives you the chance to be like oh yeah I'm good as hell I'm I just like MVP <laughs> of the entire game with the Snorlax uh, it's, uh, defense and like 13 kills ten more than anyone else. Yeah. It's a uh, like uh, what. It's like four v four, right? I think it's it's five v five. Okay, is it? Yeah. Okay. Five on five, yeah. I, uh, you got and you got Pokemon from all across the the game. You got you know you got your Snorlax, your Pikachu, your Charmander, your I think Bulbasaur, Squirtle are in there. You got your Cinerace, no. or you, the, the Score Bunny. It's, it was like Charmander, and then I think it was like was it Ivysaur, and then Blastoise. Like it's kind of like. But one, the first but evolution you, of but one, they the level up. Evolution. No, no, because when you it? pick Charmander, you at least now when you pick Charmander, yeah, like throughout the course of the game, too. you level oh, okay. up. I think that, and so you hit like that. level four or five, you turn into Charmeleon, and then you hit like level I don't know seven, yeah. oh, which is also changed, one of those things where it's that. like where it's like oh I understand that <laughs> it feels like one of those things where they put it in, and I'm like oh I understand uh, it's mm-hmm. it's an evolution, and then like the abilities, there are like that's good, yeah. Okay, that changed. Yeah, the the hardest part for me has been remembering which button is which, like the ZL ZR. I'm like, I don't, I don't know which one is which. Uh, Oh, yeah, right. I always forget. Um, Does does it use the touchscreen? I am not playing dock. Or can it? That that seems like it'd be really awkward to like reach over. I I I have no idea. I'm playing docked with the pro controller, Um, but. And then, like, there are different abilities you can... I think there are multiple abilities you can choose to unlock. Yes. Uh, the way it works like, in the alpha you was get like you basically... Two it was at like the a, beginning. Yeah, it was like a tree that you... Yeah, like, you yeah. pick basically a, a, a tree at the start. And then if you go mm-hmm. to the right, then you're picking everything on the right. If you pick the left, you pick everything on the left. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's like right button, 
like to level up you have the right or the left d-pad and i think the right button is like the r button left button is zr i think and then as you get to like later in the game then those abilities will change so like when you start out with snorlax you have like tackle and rest and then you can change to like uh body slam not body slam but something like that and Mm -hmm. yawn or or like some other moves in there and then you've got like an ultimate move and then as you level up, you can go back into the menus outside the game, and then you can choose, like, oh, I want, like, this variation a, on the move to, like, do yeah. whatever. It's cool. Like, you can you can definitely see how that part can kind of become, um, not complex, but, like, you can kind of fine-tune the game experience to how you like to play. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you like can, it, it's not, like, every every <laughs> Snorlax is exactly the same Snorlax or anything. But yeah, which which is good. I think that's it's fun to add that dynamism. Yeah. Um I played a lot of Alolan uh Ninetales when I played the game, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun cuz like the the it, that's the main thing is the abilities that you get, uh you get them quickly and they're mm-hmm. generally pretty fun to use. Uh yeah. like like the one that I always enjoyed with Alolan Vulpix was like or uh Ninetales rather was you can either choose like an ice wall that keeps people like, like if you get it, if you target on the ground behind them, like they, they have to run around it or you can get like a really intense slow. And both of those are like, yeah, you can contribute a lot to your team fights if you're getting this stuff. So like that was fun. Yeah. Right. Uh, Snorlax has like his moves have a bunch of knockups. So you can be like, ah, gotcha. And then they're like jump up in the air. You like get an AOE version of that and you can, drop on them and that's, that's all, uh, very fun or like put people to sleep uh it's it's a lot of fun yeah um, I, pl- at I least was wa- playing a snorlax i was watching kato from waypoint mm. uh the the waypoint stream was from his uh perspective and he was playing gengar and he was just mm. basically dashing around like it was mm. almost like old fiora where it was or <laughs> um uh uh juggernaut where it's like has that old where he's like bouncing around between all the people and it's like looks bananas and like like really intense but that that like perfect blend of like super intense but also really satisfying when you when you get everything to work just mm-hmm. correctly enough like yeah d- yeah this actually uh, good yeah oh yeah uh seems good uh yeah it definitely has me like oh shit if the wild rift hits like consoles like oh no i might relapse and go back to <laughs> yeah. league like heavily yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's i've only you know i played a little bit on phones but like that's just not the kind of experience i want on phones personally yeah uh, right. yeah I, like, that was games my, are too long for that but that was my main issue with um pokemon unite when we talked about it in march was on phones the controls it, it was kind of a combination of the controls feeling like you didn't have enough control mm-hmm. uh and like just by nature of how phones work um like yeah. it was the kind of thing where oh if i'm attacking um uh, an enemy like if let's say there's three enemies who are relatively equidistant from you and you want to target mm-hmm. your ability specifically on one of them uh the way it worked on phones is you hit the ability and it it would just target whoever was nearest it wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. target whoever was lowest like who mm-hmm. you might want to use the ability on yeah uh and that became a problem. It's like, oh, this person's about to get away, but they're the furthest away, but I'm still mm. in range to hit them. But no, they just got yeah. away because it automatically yeah. targeted. Like, and that was a phone issue. Like, mm-hmm. does is that issue gone on the so console version? You can just like quick tap the button, and that'll just like auto target like whoever you're currently targeting. If you're like melee or you know just like auto attacking, 
or mm. you can hold the button and then like use the right stick to select whoever you want to go after. Way better. Yeah. yeah. I'm that surprised they didn't experience. like implement something like that. Maybe they did after the fact maybe after. on phones because like maybe Wild Rift has like skill shots and stuff. But yeah. yeah, but there is like it's hard to you can't like choose who you're auto attacking. Like so, it's yeah. kind of tough to like. I was trying to like manage like okay, I'm trying to fight this person, but also there's like a wild Pokemon here. And I kept defaulting, uh, or no, it was like in the training mode. Like there was like this little doll that like you can attack to like see your DPS and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was right next to a wild Pokemon, so I'm trying to like attack this wild Pokemon and I keep attacking the doll. I'm like, no, I don't want the doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that lack of um, intricate control was ultimately like my only neg- like pretty much my only negative about the game as a whole. Like otherwise, I think it's really great. But Allison, mm-hmm. I'm curious, how do you feel about it? Like as the the relative. MOBA newbie who doesn't watch any of them or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, I'm interested to keep trying it. I um you know, I don't know if this is necessarily gonna convert me into being into MOBAs, but it's interesting to try and it's definitely um you know, it feels like accessible enough but interesting enough. So it has that I feel like it has a really good balance. And like where people who've played MOBAs before are saying like, oh yeah, this isn't just like crummy watered down MOBA. Like it's legit, but also I feel like there's an accessibility to it. So I'm, I'm really interested to see, try to keep playing it, but I, I I don't know like who's, who's to say how much more I'll actually play of it. But um, it's, 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 it's interesting to try. And I feel like I'm like, you know, even if I don't play more of it, like I, I am starting to understand it, which is mm-hmm. more than I could say about if I watched a game of League or Dota. Oh, sure. uh, you know what? I'm gonna hold my other game for maybe next week when I've played some more. But uh, mm-hmm. Allison, you got anything else you want to talk about for? Yeah, I'm just. Your I don't know how much I need to talk about it. I've just been playing Rise of Two a lot more, and man, like. That is just such a cozy series for me where mm. it I, I don't know how to describe it. I, I it I just feels like I don't know, I need to keep playing more of this series because it's just so nice to uh pick up. Um yeah, I, I definitely want recommend picking up Rise of One first if you haven't played it, but at the same time, like you're running into old characters and you're just like, It's my friends again and <laughs> Uh, it's it's just so nice, and there are so many times where I don't even do combat for a while because I'm just messing around with the alchemy system, and it's just mm. just pleasant. And there's a lot of exploration in this one, which is is really fun. Uh, like a big part of it is exploring a bunch of ruins, and one of like they're they're generally like you know pretty. They're not like that complex, but they look very cool and are very you know, kind of fun to kind of get all to explore and get all these new items and that, that loop of explore to get items to fight better. It it just works really well for me. So it's been, is it like turn-based combat? I, I haven't actually like looked at these games before. Yeah. uh, It's not actually, it's, it's, it's one of, it's kind of similar, you know, to that, um, like the, like real time, but you uh, you you have like a cooldown between uh, 
turns basically. So it's like it's it's real time, but you like are it, it's 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 hard to describe. It, like it, that's what they do in Final Fantasy, right? The the where it's like yeah. with the it's ATV happening real time. Type. ATV exactly. It's pretty similar to that. Um, but it was that you're um, you're able to switch between all the different characters. You're able to do different abilities, and you you have to build up a couple of different meters. Like one of them is for being able to do special abilities. One of them is being able to use items. Um, and and yeah, so it's it's real time, but that's pretty new. I think that's I think that just got started with the Ry- the Rise of Games. Um, before that, it was just turn based, but. Um, yeah. Seems, yeah. seems neat. Yeah, yeah there's definitely awesome. there's definitely some uh, uh, strategy there, and I feel like there there's a lot of um, like once you get kind of into a good flow with the combat, it feels really really nice. And uh, they they really do want you to be a lot focused on the items of it all um, more so than I think a lot of other JRPGs because. If you have, if you've created a really powerful item, uh, and you and the enemy is weak to that item, it will basically be a little bit OP. So it's yeah. uh, there's a lot of kind of uh, figuring that out. But I, I don't. I think it's very fun. I don't know if I, I don't know. It's it's like it's very. Ch- I feel like it's very chill because it's not necessarily a hard game. But, you know, it, that that's kind of part of the appeal to me is that it's just, you know, if, if I want to go and make a bunch of stuff with alchemy for 45 minutes, I can do that. Or if I just kind of want to collect some items, I can do that. Or, oh, here's a boss fight. I'm going to go do that now. So mm. awesome. kind of that chill. Yeah. You still playing that gotcha game? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm playing other gotcha games, but the Ryza one, the Atelier uh, one, I, I fell off of it. It just felt like, I don't know, the series, but watered down into mm-hmm. a gotcha experience. And I, I, I don't know. Sure, I was like, I don't need enough. to deal that. I've got other games that I can spend the gotcha money on. Sure. 100%. Like the, like the, oh, do we want to talk about D4DJ for the next three hours? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, I've been playing that every day. There's a currently uh, an event going on. I'm trying to get the got one of the characters in the gotcha, but I have terrible luck. So I'm gonna get Allison a hat that says "Ask me about my about my gotcha anime." Games. Ask me about my anime JPEGs. Oh, because I yeah, because I am now back to playing the Love Live All Stars game. Mm. So I've got three going right now. Nice. Uh, how how much time in a day does that eat up? Like doing your dailies. Uh, I mean, doing the dailies, it it's pretty quick. Okay. It doesn't take very much time to do the dailies. Um, I mean, once you get to a certain point, you're just like, boom, like five minutes, I'm done with everything. But mm. yeah, like that's where I'm at with like the dailies. Uh, D4DJ is a little bit different because the dailies involve like actually playing mm-hmm. the rhythm game and to play the that you have to play it at least twice. So that takes like, mm. yeah, as long 10 as the minutes, songs but, are. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, I, I, I can get through the dailies um, pretty quickly and, you know, play whatever, whichever one that I kind of want to, or if there's an event going, I can focus on that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's, 
that's our video game stuff. Alex, do you want to talk about this this anime you've been watching, or do you want to save it? Or I can maybe save it um, because I haven't finished it yet. Uh, okay, but I will say just very briefly, uh, Link Click is extremely fucking good, uh, and I didn't realize until watching it that it is a donghua, which means it is not an anime. It's actually Chinese. And I was like, 30 seconds in, and I was like, this is Mandarin. <laughs> I was like, You're like, wait a sec, I, that language is, is different. Excuse yeah. me, it's only a Donghua if it's from the Donghua region of France. Otherwise, it's just sparkling <laughs> anime. Yes. <you're laughs> I hate it. I love that. <laughs> sparkling I, anime. But, can, um, can, 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 I, can, can I ask a uh, a question that's going to sound mean, but isn't. No, go for it. H- how much does that distinction of of whether or not it's quote unquote actually an anime matter to to you specifically? Like, well, historically, I've tried a couple Donghua in the past, and there was just something about them that felt off. Like, I could never put my finger on it. It was like some combination of animation and style and like story beats they went for and just something about it didn't feel compelling. Like it just felt um, like it was an imitation, you know, like they were trying to evoke the feelings of what a really good anime can do or something like that, but they didn't quite understand the core of it. Whereas I would say link click does like they fully understand what makes like a really interesting anime really good. And in some ways improve upon it in like really amazing ways. Um, like I, I, I said this to our chat uh, after watching the fifth episode of it saying that I think that might be the best individual episode of any show I've ever seen ever. Like in, like previously held by episode 10 of Madoka or my lunch from scrubs. Cause those are both really, really amazing individual <laughs> episodes. Um, but yeah, like this show is pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> like it's really, really good. I would say like if anyone's remotely interested in like just interesting time travel kind of weird stories, at least check out the first episode because like it tells a really, it, it, it shows you what you would be in for um, in a really amazing way. Like it's, it's the kind of thing where it does twists in a really good way where it's like the, it's, it's the kind of thing where if you were paying attention really, really closely, you, maybe you could have seen the twist coming in the first minute. And then when it happens, your brain immediately just like connects all of these different lines that are like, Oh, 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 Oh shit. <laughs> and yeah, it does that like almost uh, not every episode. Cause that would just get a little tiring, but it, it does that all over the place and it does it really well. And it also goes over like a crap ton of different um like a crap ton of different genres like one episode is a murder mystery another episode is basically a basketball sports anime another one is like a slice of lifey kind of comedy then another one's like a romance but it does all of them really well yeah it's a fascinating show the only negative i have about it is that sometimes it's purely about the subs i'm using sometimes the subs are not particularly good (laughs) <laughs> like they just don't make sense. It's like watching all according fans, to Keikaku. Yeah. Ex- and in brackets, <laughs> Keikaku means plan, but it's like, 
clearly stuff is getting lost in translation, but you're getting close enough to what the meaning is that you're, you're getting it. So really, really, really excellent. Um, I'll, I'll maybe have more thoughts about it when I finish it, but it's, it's where is it available legally in the U S legally on Funimation. Okay. Not legally, cool. you can find it a bunch of places. <laughs> but um, right, obviously. But. Uh, uh, oh, man, I would say it's a bingeable show. But I had to take a break after five. <laughs> mm. Like I legitimately had to just not watch anything because it was so just fucked up and intense. <laughs> Have you seen um, Psychopaths? Yes. Harder or softer than Psychopaths? Um, it's not as graphically violent. But it's, um, I would say, in emotional ways, it is harder. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Like, it, 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 there's less graphic violence, but it is intense. Like a circus fire. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, speaking of intense and emotionally hard stuff uh oh, let's God. move into the news yay, yay. <laughs> what happened uh, this week andre um oh god state of, state uh. of california is, oh god we're starting with this all right great that's, i mean we, we could save it later but like, i, I mean let's start uh, with it and like get you know maybe have some a good nice news, news yeah. later we don't have to end on a sad note yeah exactly yeah. So, uh, and I feel like this will eat up a lot of our discussion uh, as uh, I know Chris has some stuff to talk about with other things in the, sh- uh, in the news, but I feel like this yeah. is going to eat up most of the discussion. So this better to get it out big... now and then we can decide later how much of this other stuff we want to cover. Uh, the state of California has filed a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard um, over... Like gender discrimination, pay harassment, uh, a whole plethora of issues. Um, just completely file things that went on or that, in, yeah, that it's, go on at Activision Blizzard. It's like, and we don't that, need to like say what those things are. And like, you right, know, if and you want to find that stuff, you can go like find it if you haven't already heard. Uh, but also trigger warning for a lot of the terrible it's a lot. things in there. Yeah, it's it's stuff. And the problem, one of the problems is, and Andre, you'll get to it, is it's not the first time we've heard any of this, especially not no. from Activision Blizzard. No, not at all. Uh, but this is the first time we've seen like states or you know like outside forces to step in like you know there have been like oh arbitration and stuff with that like mm. that with riot and, and accusations but and... this like this is the first time like the state that as far as i know the state has like stepped in to say yeah. you fucked up and like that's pretty serious and which you wouldn't think so. from the way activision blizzard is responding Christ. Oh my God! The that statement was so bad. The continued statements. From- Even yeah, a Bush era like Bush era woman in there who who defended yeah. like U.S. torture, it, like in there giving out the statements. Now, like, are you kidding? Yeah. Me? The, the, if you you see, are the bad guys. Like, there's no doubting it now. Like, I I don't well, have. Well, it when they're hand, talking but- about. 
Mm. Sorry. Oh, and when they're talking about like, oh, how rushed the response is when this has been an investigation going on for multiple years mm-hmm. at this point, it's like, yeah, yeah. you really um, don't have a leg to stand on there. Yeah, there's a very specific, um, it, I think it, it was supposed to be internal, but made it external um, from Fran, Fran Tra- Townsend, the Bush mm-hmm. era torture lady, yeah. um, which got out and it is terrible. I'll add it to the show mm-hmm. notes, unfortunately. Uh, and yes. I'll add it now so you all can click it if you want. Um, it's a Twitter link from Jason Schreier and just the stuff that she says in there is absolutely heinous. And it is completely, it's like, it is, it is the closest thing you're going to see to corporate victim blaming that I've seen in a very long time. It's a, it's a combination of corporate victim blaming and hand waving, basically being like, nah, this stuff, the stuff they're talking about, that's not actually issues. Like what what they're talking about is the lie, you know, like it's, it's a common, it's, yeah, it's gaslighting in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. like it's just extremely fucked up and it's happening publicly a lot of their statements have also been like yeah that stuff happened but it it happened so long ago and like "Mm, yeah so what happened yeah i feel like they keep flip-flopping of like it are still here yeah yeah like it's it's just absolutely unconscionable like the things that have happened and it's not exclusive to Activision Blizzard, like you said. Like you know, there's stuff about Ubisoft, uh, you know, over the last year, uh, and like other developers, and like you know, specific people being called out. Like the stuff is rampant across the industry, and people, like, uh, is it Mike Morheim? Is is that the guy's name? He one of the founders of Blizzard. Is that his name, Morheim? Oh yeah, Something yeah, Morheim. Mike Morheim. Yes. That is correct. Uh, so he put out a statement. He's no longer at Blizzard, um, yeah. but he put out a statement saying, "Like, oh, he, if he failed, I failed I failed, and blah blah blah." And immediately responding to his statement, like he put out like a twit longer, and immediately responding to a statement with someone saying, "Like, you know, this ha- like this happened to me while I was there. I I faced harassment." I CC'd you on like an email where I reported it. And then I got reprimanded for like doing so. And like yeah. you knew this stuff was happening, man. Like you didn't, you don't get to say like, Oh, I failed. And I messed up now and get like a pat on the back. Like, yeah, you failed, but that doesn't, you don't get off just because you said, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. And there's been, Again, we won't, don't have to dive into details because I don't think this is necessarily the best place to do so, and I'm certainly not the best person to do so because I'm a dude. And like the thing is, there's been like a lot of fallout, and it's specifically been um, women voices in the industry coming out and sharing yeah. their experiences, their stories, and mm-hmm. like that's why I don't want to talk about that specifically. It's because that's their stories to tell, that's their experiences to share, and it's worth reading them. It's worth um, understanding the experiences that those people have gone through and have just somewhat had to internalize as like, yeah, uh, they've had to kind of consider it their normal mm-hmm. when it's anything but like, it's just extremely heinous. Like yeah. some of the stories that have come out, like, again, I don't want to share them cause not my stories, but mm-hmm. they're terrible. Like why would anyone yeah. ever have to deal with that? Yeah. And like, there's even like, 
you know, not to like minimize or anything, but like stuff like uh, there's this thing going around about Insomniac and the design of Rivet mm-hmm. and like multiple yeah. people try, like arguing with like creative leads and like, you know, different factions like arguing, oh, we need to make Rivet more sexualized. And, you know, mm-hmm. why she's an alien fox, like, you know, like arguments about that stuff. And we were just praising uh, Insomniac a few weeks ago for... Uh, you know, no crunch uh, on yeah, and, Blank, and having but, the work culture, but you know, this is coming out about insomnia. Yeah, yeah. like there, yeah, there, it, and you know, it's clear who won that conversation uh, in the final product. But the fact that that was a conversation and that like seemed like a pretty heated argument based on the account that was going around on Twitter, mm-hmm. like yeah, the, the stuff is happening even at the quote unquote good studios even if it's not like as drastic or vile as the stuff that happened at Blizzard and that's reported here. Yeah. But it's internalized. Like it's a, Mm, it's a, it's a systemic issue that it it, like internalized is probably the best way I can think of phrasing it where it's just, everybody's used to it and it's just become the norm. Well, and these people who are get, off basically scot-free maybe they get shuffled around move to a new team or like they leave the the studio but then they go get another job somewhere else because yeah Yeah. uh absolutely like people like these are also like open secrets it seems like about these people like people you know people talk and people know uh but nobody like call like i yeah i don't i'm not in like those circles so i can't say but like there it yeah this stuff is like rampant across the industry and it's easy to say oh i'm not gonna go buy blizzard games i wasn't gonna buy blizzard games anyway i don't want to play overwatch 2 i don't want to play diablo 4 or whatever like i i don't care about that stuff but you know what is there something i can actually do and you know i have i haven't seen anyone like point to like here's you know here's a movement like you know if i could support unionization for game devs i would love to do that i don't know how i can do that but it, you know if that maybe that's give money to game game devs unite I, i'm not saying go do that because i i don't know <laughs> but you know if, if there's something like that i would like to be able to support that and do something more than just say oh i'm not going to buy ubisoft or activision games or you know whatever like yeah and sure like- don't support that but also try to do something more and the problem in my opinion, is the fact that within, I was going to say within the past year, but it's a little over a year, we've had this exact same conversation with yeah. the Andy Binahy shit with Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, he's still at Ubisoft as far as I'm aware. So, like, we had, there was that fallout, and there was probably like two or three months back in 2020 when people were like sharing these same similar stories, mm-hmm. but it seems like we didn't learn any lessons. Well, I, uh, mm, I mean, or, I mean, but, this stuff, this investigation was going on for two years and like this stuff is all coming out about stuff that happened. And I mean, certainly yeah, like but, nothing has like, it doesn't seem like anything has demonstrably changed in that time. That's for it, certain. Totally. Like that's more what I was getting at is like the stories that you hear from people piping up about it on various social medias and writing up things wherever they mm-hmm. might have to. It, some of those stories are within the past month or two. Like yeah. it's, it's still there. Like, yes, yeah, some of the stories mm-hmm. are from five, 10 years ago, but a lot of them are still very current. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, uh, cut the heads off the uh, the people at the top and. <laughs> Like, I don't, you know, like the leadership needs to go like they are complicit. They have, they have, uh, fostered these cultures at these companies. Like they can't, they can't claim ignorance. Like if they are, then they're terrible managers and bosses and they shouldn't be doing those jobs anyway. So yeah. Yeah. Like there just needs to be like a complete top down, like reckoning. Yeah. Just like, and there won't be, but no, I, like Bobby Kotick will keep going on. Uh, Brack will, you know, he'll stay at the top of Blizzard. Like, yeah, it's it's gonna be. Well, uh, that's that's one of the things that um, I found particularly problematic about a lot of the statements that were put out publicly, especially by Blizzard and such, mm-hmm. um, where it's very clear that the HR people that wrote them uh, were writing them to protect the best interests of upper management and, the, oh, I mean, and making sure that, and making sure that shareholders are not going to like drop their stocks. Like that's what their priorities were I, rather I mean, than that's, doing, a, that's what HR does. No, absolutely. And I think it's, it shows a very clear just disconnect between what the actual priority should be and what it will sure. be for the company. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. Uh, Pat isn't here, but he said it in our chat and basically saying like, like I can't imagine someone writing that and not just feeling totally gross. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's like throwing your friends under the bus, essentially. No, that assumes they're friends. And, you know, yeah. like these people get into the position where they're making those like statements and stuff because they can do it. And, you know, maybe I am being needlessly cruel to like corporate HR and like PR people, but like, you know, they, they made a choice and, they they don't have to make that choice. They can walk away. Yeah, like they could, and they didn't. They you know they made those choices. They, and, you know, some people they need a paycheck. Like I I can't begrudge them needing money, but also, you know, fuck that, fuck those statements. Yeah. Uh, and and you know you you're selling out your soul at that point, and like. You know, you're working with the Bush era torture lady. Like, come on, like, <laughs> yeah, like, you you're the baddies. Yeah, truly. But yeah, one last thing, at least for my opinion, my spot that uh, you've been seeing a lot of outlets coming out saying they're just no longer going to cover Blizzard and Activision games at least yeah. until there's like like real change that can mm-hmm, be seen yeah. and be, has been actionable. Um, I think that's a good thing to stand by. I think mm-hmm. we probably have been implicitly doing that with a lot of places. And mm-hmm. I think it's probably safe to yeah. say that we'll, we'll, we, we are, we like to curate what we um, cover in a manner yeah. of speaking. And definitely. We would, I personally definitely would never want to, you know, give light of day to something that is actively abusing people. Or if we are to at least say, Hey, this stuff is going on in the background. Like definitely be aware that this is a thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we talked about riot earlier and like legal Legends stuff and like the riot is not without its problems. No, Uh, they certainly are not. Uh, But they had much more public reckoning and it, you know, from sounds of things like there are people inside working to like improve it. And I know people who work at riot and (laughs) they Uh, work in Khalif Adams of Spawn on Me fame 
just started at Riot, and it like mm. it like gave me so much joy to like yeah. know that they're hiring people like that. Like that's the yeah. one saving grace is like at least the people like in there are like trying to do the right thing. And there are definitely people at Blizzard Activision or Activision Blizzard who want to do the right thing and know what's going on is like messed up and yeah, but they don't, you know, it because the culture from management down or, you know, mm-hmm. is bad. It's, you know, you can't change that from the ground up. Yeah. It has to come from the top down. And 100%. unless you're unionized and you have a seat at that table, uh, which most game developers do not. So, yep. yeah. Uh, hopefully there is some good change from this and this scares other studios into like shaping up their act. And I hope it um, emboldens enough people to be willing to publicly call out this kind of bullshit more frequently because I think it should be. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I I think, I think that'll be my sort of piece on it. I've been quiet because I've basically just been agreeing with literally everything you've been saying, but um, I, I, I think it's super duper important to just when, when people talk about this stuff, believe them because nobody mm-hmm. talks about this stuff to, to make stuff up. And like the, the, the percentage that that happens is so minuscule in comparison to the literally hundreds of thousands of stories of, of people just going through absolute hell. Yeah. And so it's super important to just believe them when they talk about it. Yeah. When they're yeah. Like yeah. semi-public Sorry. figures like on social media and they just all they get in response is just like harassment and abuse in return for talking about I was abused. And then that's just yeah. what they get in response is like of course they're not gonna make the shit up. <laughs> like if that's gonna be what they get. Like, yeah. My one I, I feel like saving grace from this situation is that I feel like the culture of people who consume these games has largely been in support of, of the employees there, not the management and in support mm, yeah. of changing the system here. And I mean, I know that, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to change things, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I feel like, you know, there, the, the, there has been like pretty overwhelming disgust with Activision mm. Blizzard um, that yeah. I don't know if I would have, we would have seen however many years ago, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. I feel like, Culturally, it is getting better, and um, hopefully that can lead to further change. Definitely. All right, so that's the the heavy stuff. Anyone have any last-minute thoughts? Okay. No. No. Well, from uh, Activision Blizzard to the worst company in America... Electronic Arts, no. Uh, remember remember that? Remember when the internet was like, oh, we got to vote for EA is the worst company in America. Like, come on, people. Anyway, uh, yeah, EA had their EA Play Live uh, event where they detailed some more their unannounced game. I guess there's like one unannounced game. I don't know. I, yeah, the, uh, the, the dice. So I get, uh, it re- Oh yeah, that dice random. random I, I can't remember. Lost the, in random. Yeah, well, yeah, lost in random. 
Which uh, is like a, another EA indie collabo indie quote unquote collabo thing. Uh, that I don't know. That looked fine. Uh, the big stuff was uh, Dead Space remake. Yep, coming in eventually. Yeah, <laughs> all we got was like a twenty nine when it's finally done. Yeah, done by Motive, right? I believe so. They were doing a Star Wars thing before, weren't they? And they, that they got did, canceled. Did, like every did, like half the Star Wars games EA made. They did Squadrons. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. That did well for them, so that probably gave them uh, some, some leeway. Or, well, I mean, it gave EA like the okay, we'll let you do something, or you know, who knows? Uh, yeah. But listening to Jeff Grubb talk about um, EA on grub snacks on giant bomb has he's been like yeah they they saw what happened with like capcom and for like resident evil stuff and they're like oh mm-hmm. and like you know seeing like first party games and like uh jedi fallen order did really well for them you know all these games did really well that were like single player and they're like oh single player games aren't dead because they were the ones who were saying single player games are dead a few years ago mm-hmm. and now they're back to like okay single player well, games death space and it- it was it was the height of it was Dead Space Three, <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. where that game was like primarily a co-op game, uh, yeah. Even when played single player, yeah. Uh, but there were like there was a direct quote from them a few years ago saying single player games are dead, yep. and I th- uh, I I think I have Dead Space Three because of the of the Sim City disaster because I bought <laughs> Sim City, and so they gave away. So like keys of like select games, and I think mm-hmm. I I clicked uh, Mass Effect three and Dead Space three were like the two that I got. Yeah, I feel Dead like Sp- I've seen a critical reexamining of Dead Space three, and people seem to be kind of positive on it now. I don't, but I don't, mm-hmm. I, I didn't touch it. It it was okay. Dead Space one and two are significantly better. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, yeah, and so this is. A remake of Dead Space 1, and that's all yeah. we kind of really know. You got, uh, it, I mean, it looks like Dead Space. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, I, I don't the, know if there's much the else teaser. to say. Yeah. Uh, but being made by Motive and out in a few years, 2023, 2024, probably. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what they change about it other than make it look better. Well, it, I, could 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 you even do a a Final Fantasy Seven uh, remake version of Dead Space? Oh, is the, is there like mm. deep Dead Space lore, or is there just kind oh, of Dead Space? Uh, yeah. Oh yes, there is. Okay, there, there okay. is an insane so, amount of lore in Dead Space. Like there's movies. There's the yeah, there are external, movies. There's like there's Wii books. like rail shooter games. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Extraction. Yeah, which is actually not bad, but. Yeah, like Dead Space has a shit ton of lore, and a lot of it, when it comes to the Isaac Clarke stories and stuff, is about like his mental state and mm-hmm. the relationship with his wife and whether or not his wife is actually alive, kind of stuff. And like, what if yeah. at the end of Dead Space remake, he's like, "How's the same shit happen to the same guy twice?" <laughs> <laughs> That'd be yeah. And then he ends up in the world ends with you, and then <laughs> oh god, then the Ishimura I... is in Smash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the last character. Oh, that's the last character is Isaac. <laughs> no, Shit. no, it's the Ishimura. Oh, it's the Ishimura. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you played Dead Space Two, but that section was amazing. 
I did not get that far. I need, the, I need to play Dead Space 1. And one like, of, I need to play through the series. but yeah. I need that to po- watch Let's Plays because I'm too scared to play that game on my own. Dead Space 1 is legit kind of like a horror game um, with maybe too, a little few too many jump scares. Uh, Dead Space 2 is like the best action horror game, I think, ever, maybe. like It's really fucking okay. good. And the Ishimura section on that is like a goat. Like It's extremely well done. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, also at the event was they're doing like an FMV grid game or like oh, FMV yeah, story this. in grid. Oh, is this grid legends? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, and, so, so, this, so this is, um, the, the, the end gadget story on it. So, so that they're using the same tech from the Mandalorian. Like the, oh, LC, the LCD cool. like screen mm. instead of like green screen awesome. or whatever. It's just the yeah, put you on a that's set rad. with like the so LCDs. They're using, so they're using Unreal Engine or OLEDs nice. or whatever. Yeah, um, w- w- which is like like not only just really cool, but I want I want all of this in in video games just in general because you want like, all FMV games all the time. Yeah, yeah, like just just go all the way because like once you once you do it right. And, like, if it works, then it works, and and you should you should just do it, ra- ra- rather than everything having to be this like oh the the graphics have to look a certain way like you can just make it look like this and it what yeah you, what you need is you need Tim Curry there talking about how he needs to go to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by uh, by capitalism. Oh yeah, to space, and that's like um, I got bad news, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like we failed you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. But that's that's interesting though. Combining grid with like um yeah command, so command and conquer. So they're doing like a like a they're trying to do like a super dramatic story um mm. kind of thing and. It, it's like all acted out on a set, didn't, uh, you know, with real life actors, did, and they uh, didn't they did like a little that? interview with I. I think the interview was with the people in character uh, yeah. during the thing uh, to like build up, and then they've got like a lot of really interesting, like it's all like uh, racing stuff, but they do like cross discipline racing, so you can do like open wheel racing with like mm. truck racing and like sports car racing. So you've got like you know semis with no no trailer racing against like Formula One car type things. It's like oh my god, this does not look I, safe. Wasn't the most re- not I don't know if it was the most recent, but didn't one of the most largest recent Need for Speed games also kind of have this? Like I think the twenty. 20- uh, 15 2016 one mm-hmm. like, i'm pretty sure it was fmv and it was Whoa. oh oh so they yeah they went like most wanted they they brought back like was it most wanted i think it was that the, one had the, i think it was just the need for speed game that came out maybe like, yeah they, they had like ago. the the uh what is it, the uh the monster the energy drink guy and like yeah they did some fmv stuff yeah. like that well hopefully it's did better they bring than that. back razor callahan was... for that game oh yeah maybe I thought that was most wanted, wasn't it? That had Razor Callahan. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. If, yeah. But yeah, that that FMV game was bad. So as long as it's better than that. <laughs> it it seem it it seems like they're trying to tell like a dramatic or like more 
<laughs> not like cartoony story because that yeah. seemed like it was just like excuses but yeah i i would be interested to see how the story is but i don't need that many driving games in my life like i'll play forza horizon 5 and be like good okay so uh, what but i'm what sure act- pat will play it <laughs> what actors do you want in a deadly serious dirt game awesome oh, dirt game oh god for a rally driving dirty game what actor best suits that i mean my first instinct is because of Mad Max Fury Road, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Tom Hardy, Willem Dafoe, <laughs> and Tim Curry. <laughs> yeah, Tim Curry. <laughs> Tim Curry would probably uh, be up for it. Tim Curry is like the spotter who's like sitting in like the side seat, like shouting out directions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willem Dafoe is the driver, and Tom Hardy is the mechanic. Or like, you know, the pit, pit leader. Tom, Tom Hardy is the engine. <laughs> it's, it's all the car sounds are made by Tom Hardy just uh, doing fully with his mouth. Well, no, the, the, I, uh, I, I, was, I, 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 I was going to say the, the engine is played by Venom. And it's... I think you mean Venom. Oh, God. God. What is it, Yoshi now? No, it's how Eminem says it in like his Venom song. Oh, right. Venom. I, I hate, I hate, oh, and it's so bad. <laughs> uh, I tried to watch that movie. I got like 20 minutes in and I turned it off. The, mo- uh, the, the movie's actually, actually fine. Like you just, you, I just did. I couldn't. Yeah. I, I look, I don't you love have, that movie because it is like, it is wild and very fun. I don't have like the patience to watch like most movies anymore. Like I tried to watch Demolition Man the other day. I got like 20 minutes oh. in. And I was like, ah, I got Demolition Man. I is, it isn't great. Well, wow i've heard otherwise from other people but okay like john it's, it's john lejoy uh tamor hussein both say fuck the fan demolition man is the only snipes movie i like it's fine the taco bell okay. stuff is funny all right uh snipes in the dirt game is there uh any was there sports news at this thing so 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 there wasn't technically but they they had been doing a a spotlight series that they did like like 40 like a a a a series of like 40 minute videos leading up to the event oh Um, my god oh those yeah yeah and they 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 did them for weeks and they they did one for fifa and what and one for Madden. So, which one would you like to hear about first? How are they gonna steal my money? And I, which one's more interesting? I don't know. Well, at the, I mean, in this moment, what do you care about more right now, soccer or football? I do not care about American football in any way. Uh, and I think it was funny that all the British people got so excited for that <laughs> tournament to like for them to win the tournament, and then they lost. Oh man, that was good stuff. That was that was a great day on the internet right there. God, they got uh, zero points in 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 Eurovision, so just absolutely the cl- the, cl- mm-hmm. the the clean sweep, just fully yeah. perfected. Uh, okay, what, what's going on in football? We'll start with football because it sounds like maybe uh, is the truck stick back? Uh, okay, so uh, yes, because the truck stick never left. That was, it literally never left. I think I made the same joke. Le- we've we've done this joke before. 
Probably. Uh, I don't uh, know. I, I, truck stick goes in, truck stick goes out. Uh, yeah, no. Um, so with, with, with football and EA, it's, it's, it's been a very interesting time because they, they announced recently that they are officially developing what they are currently calling EA Sports College Football, which right. I assume by the time that it comes out will again be called NCAA football. They just don't have the the paperwork signed yet, but I well, yeah. Also like some new stuff just came down like this month, last month, I think this month about like NCAA NCAA rules changing around like compensation right. for players. The, and and that that was the that was the initial reason that both um football and basketball uh college games were stopped being developed because yeah. um older re- retired college players were seeking compensation mm. a- and they couldn't get compensation because yeah of rules and so they changed the rules and it's all good now and and so they can make within certain amounts they can make uh money from endorsement deals and stuff. Um, So, uh, sort of, not necessarily because of that, um, but because of a a confluence of things, um, Madden has put a a really renewed focus on their their franchise mode. um, Because last year, there... There was a, a hashtag fix Madden franchise came out because it was basically it, 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 it exactly transposed from the year before. And while that's not uncommon in in sports games in Madden, it's particular it's particularly egregious when like like literally nothing changed. Like people will will meme about how like these these games are the same game every year when they're really not, but like literally the 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 franchise mode going into last year didn't re- hadn't received any updates at the, at the start of of last year and <laughs> so people were very very upset um and that 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 sort of le- led the studio the studio was like okay so we want to to give you guys these three updates this year which will like like sort of fix some like System level issues about like, um, like uh, multi-user stuff because like a big, a a, a a a big thing for Madden, ever since it it got online, was doing multi-user franchises where you could have m- more than one user control a team, um, and that would that would obviously affect like how ha- like how the simulation worked and and stuff like that. So, um. So they've been they've been doing that stuff and like generally the franchise community was pretty happy with what they uh were what they ended uh last year with. And then moving into this year, the big thing that they, that they're doing is um adding scouting back into um like oh, the like, like Vegeta. The, <laughs> Yes and and no, kind of because it What's is sort your franchise of, level. Yeah, you, you you are you you are sort of discovering 
power levels, if power levels are stats, so kind of. <laughs> um, uh, huh. so, so, so they're adding I in football now. They're 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 adding. They're they're basically taking a taking a version of the scouting mini game that was in NCAA fourteen and putting it back into Madden. Spoilers, so that they can put it back into NCAA <laughs> when NCAA comes out in like uh, a year and a half. The snake eating its own tail again. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's also. It, Interesting the ways that Codemasters are doing that with Grid and now F1, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, yeah. Um, Who is, do we have do any any news about the story? Um, so the 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 story seems like it's it's been sort of sidelined into like like they so. Yeah, let me just. I can't speak right now. Um, Are we getting a Jordan Peele psychological thriller storyline? God, uh, I wish. Dude, let let Jordan Peele touch touch Madden. It would be so much better than Spike Lee. So much better. Oh my god, one hundred percent. There wouldn't be there wouldn't be a ghost. ghost. It'd just just be a white person. Um, that's not so, fair. Like uh, us, the the bad guy wasn't white people, but maybe it was. I don't know. Oh God. Um, so 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 the way that Madden talks about about what they call franchise, right? Is you have franchise from like the the owner level, right? Um, where it's like you can you can choose to like move the move the team around to different cities and. And change the concession prices and and all that stuff, you know. And then they have the coach level, which is you are the coach of the team, and you call all the plays for the team, and all the all that sort of stuff. And then they have the the player level, um, and they call that face of the franchise, um, which for the last couple years has been um, sort of middling to not great to. Hmm. Eh, fine. Um, uh, where you you just play a a, a quarterback, and then mm-hmm. maybe a wide receiver. Uh, what if I want to be the ass of the franchise? Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, what position do I play then? <laughs> um, so 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 they are adding the ability to play as a as a cornerback for the first time. In in this generation, you can oh. you you can play as a as a linebacker or or a cornerback or something. Oh, I thought you said quarterback, and I was like, wait, wouldn't you always play as the quarterback? Okay, right. cornerback. I see. Okay, yeah. football, the cornerback, quarterback, and cornerback—they're too similar. They, yeah. they change uh, those names. Cornerback for those that don't know football are the people that line up against the receivers to catch to try to. To stop uh, them from catching the ball. Receivers, yes. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the thing where you put your stereo, uh, your, your sound comes mm-hmm. out of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You put your like your HDMI's into there, and then it goes into your and then uh, and your TV, and, and then understood. and then Chad Johnson plays a bunch of hip hop or something. Like, mm-hmm. uh, um, 
Oh, oh, that's that's the thing. That's what Nickelback is named after. Got it. <laughs> Everyone's favorite because you said Chad, and I thought Chad Kroger, and then uh, that, that connected all the lines. <laughs> right. Um. Face um, of the franchise. Chad Kroger. Uh, <laughs> God. A, a, a rock band headed by Chad Kroger would be something. That would be. Nickelback? Nickelback? Yeah. <laughs> no, no I, I, I mean a rock band game. God dang it. You mean rock band Nickelback? Is that what you're asking for? Hell yeah. Silver side up, baby. Oh, God. Well, now we have the title of the podcast. We, did, we don't do podcast titles, but we should. Uh, you should spark- do. From, from sparkling two- anime was what from- I had down here, but <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, a rock band fronted by Chad Kroger is a little bit long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so the 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 only other the other thing that I wanted to um, to mention at, at least about Madden is they're trying to. Again, to spoilers set up for NCAA, um, hmm. they're adding like different stadium effects. So, like where you play will actually like somewhat affect how the how the game goes. So, like if you play in Chicago, obviously like the wind is going to be nuts, and you're going to have to be really careful about your like kicking and like be like super conservative with your kicking and stuff like that. Um, playing. New York, there's going to be pizza rats all over, right? Yeah. yeah. Just just giant pizza rats in the end zone, and, and you have to, so, like, use the truck stick to get to get through them. And, and if, <laughs> if, you, if you play in Miami, it's just full of actual alligators and snakes. Yeah. The, 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 uh, where the team logo is is, is, just a, is just a giant snake pit, and it becomes a um, <laughs> pitfall. You, you have to... It turns into a pitfall mini game where you have to hit the Y button at the at the right time and mm-hmm. jump over the. I would totally um, play that Madden game. <laughs> God, I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that the, they're they're trying actual stuff like to 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 me to me as someone who plays the game a lot like um, in Denver obviously because of the high altitude, um, you're the the visiting teams like. Like players will get winded a lot faster, oh, and like that's okay, that's cool. And like that's interesting, but also seems like it could be really broken depending on the team. Just like that real life, yeah, that you're that you're playing against doesn't have a deep bench because mm-hmm. like in Madden, like the speed stat especially is going to like affect a lot of things. So like suddenly, if you have to go to your to your backup running back, like that could like change the game in a in a very significant way or we could be playing the i could be playing the game in 3 weeks and come back on this podcast and tell you oh no it doesn't it doesn't actually like does, meaningfully change the way that the game plays does denver get a does denver get a buff when they're playing in like lowland like closer to sea level cuz they get more oxygen or yeah i don't know uh <laughs> No, but I, I like Buffalo. Like, it, it, it is going to be like used to the cold weather, I guess, mm-hmm. or like, like more snow or something, and they can yeah, like, handle like, like slip less or something. Yeah, well, like, like chains honestly, on their feet. 
uh, 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 honestly, that's that, that's probably what it is, is that you get less slips in the snow or mm -hmm. something like that because they do have it, have it coded to where, like, oh, they'll fall down and they'll miss, mm -hmm. like, assignments and stuff. I, I wonder, like, are there enough, like, I, I guess you can, like, kind of keep things... Like oh maybe this maybe like Florida will like actually be just like it's hotter, and like teams from colder areas get hot quicker like can't handle the heat I don't know like football's yeah. a fall sport so things aren't like that hot but yeah, yeah. still but, uh, the, well that's like I, that, I think I I think that's also part part of why they're throwing it in Madden because mm -hmm. if it doesn't work they can just like get rid of it and and sure. ag again like. The the quote unquote real reason that they're doing this is to find a way to plug it into NCAA where it actually will matter to the to the people who, who play that video game because they want Oregon to play differently from Oregon State because that that matters to them. You're I don't why did you pick those two schools? <laughs> well, because you like that that's just what I thought of first. That's literally you just named my school and rival school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Thinking about it pragmatically, it makes sense. Like the the game of football itself does not change dramatically over the years. Like yes, there's rule changes and mm. stuff like that that get updated, but the fundamental game they have built since Madden, I don't know. Let's say since like the 360 Maddens. Like they're probably not changing that much about like the model. Yes, the physics model might change or like little things. Yeah. So what what do you start affecting? Then it yeah. makes sense to add these these kinds of other systems. Like that just yeah, and, like, and, makes sense. And and that, that that's also like <clears throat> like from like from from the little bit that I can glean is something that's that, that since they moved over to Frostbite has been biting them in the ass because they <laughs> realize like oh we have this code in here from like ten years ago. That like doesn't make sense, doesn't do anything. What do we do? Okay, we can't fix it without breaking the the entire <laughs> game and like having to like rebuild. Okay, well then we just have to like spaghetti code this all together. And, is like, this a new engine? No, but okay. but my, but my assumption is that we, like they they are starting to to make uh like quote unquote meaningful mm -hmm. differences between. The PS4 and the PS5. Okay. Um, and that's going to be a whole a whole another interesting conversation. Is what wh when do they themselves decide to actually put real resources into the into the PS5 version? Yeah. And Are make the, the make the PS4 version the legacy version, as opposed to kind of just putting extra sprinkles on the PS5 version. Yeah. So do the weather stuff is in both versions. So yeah. it's not like, oh, with we, the power of the PS5, we can right, real-time render weather. Right. We so, assume yeah. that it that it that there's like different like offline gameplay stuff where it's like, oh, this slant works like slightly differently, and he goes like two like two he cuts he cuts faster. They give him a different cut animation on the PS5. Yeah, it's okay. weird. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I I have I have one last question that I imagine we'll get to other EA stuff or whatever. But yeah. so my impression of Madden because like I don't I don't play the games, it, but the impression I had like ten years ago, and it's still the impression I have is that it's it's one of those games that people who don't play video games play. Like 
it, it's the it's similar to the people who only buy Call of Duty every year. Like it's right. not necessarily to say dude bro 420 is the only people that play it, but like it is generally like the people who play Madden, sometimes that's the only game they play and they just pick up right. the new one every year. So like do they advertise these new things to that those people? Like are they talking about oh, like a- the weather absolute. systems? Well, so like y- yes and no, right? Like mm-hmm. like there will definitely be like a like a splash screen like when you when you boot up the game that's like hey, like uh go into go, go into franchise and like pay, pay pay attention to like what which team that you pick right because they have fr- different mm-hmm. strengths and weaknesses like that's that's how they pitch it right right um right so it's more than just like oh this this is a five star team this is a five star team that also doesn't do well in cold weather right, right. um and and it's it's what it, it's one of those things with EA you, you never actually know how big a feature is because like a, mm. a a couple of years ago when they did that first um long shot mode they tried to add in a new version of passing that was supposed to be like more ac- accurate throwing like you would actually aim the throw as opposed to mm-hmm. aiming it based on when you threw the ball mm. um it's hard, it's hard to explain without looking at, at it in motion, but basically to make a long story short, the feature was so buggy and so bad that it never, like, it, it, um, it never is going to be used again, um, <laughs> basically. And so it's impossible to tell how all in they are on, like, the specific idea of, like, Oh, different stadiums are gonna play differently, mm-hmm. but like, we just don't know yet. So, sure. Uh, all right. Well, that's a mad end. Wow, that that went much longer than I thought. Uh, Sorry about just I, for no, I, no, just for a, bu- a bunch of people who were like, "Oh, Madden, well, whatever." And then you, yeah. you know, it was it was a good conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. But speaking of games that don't change year to year, I hear FIFA is coming to the Switch again. I don't, oh, know, actually, I, I don't know. Has uh, it, is it FIFA 2019 again, 2021 20, version or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Did they have they addressed this? Well, I, so I don't. I I don't know, and I don't. I think I think the answer is no. They have not. But, okay, um, I'm gonna look it up. But you you keep talking. What, what's um, up with FIFA? So so FIFA is is doing something that I think is really really exciting. Um, it is so, the legacy version on Nintendo Switch. Right. Um, it's just 20, 2019, I assume. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, gosh. Um, so, so if you, if you ever pay, paid attention to games Twitter lo- long enough, you've probably, at least at some point in your life, seen a picture or, of, or a short video of like an EA mocap session. Right, you've either seen like Tiger doing the Tiger thing, or like maybe you've seen like f- football players doing a doing a thing, uh, either from like on the on the game disc itself, or just like from from various wherever, right? Um, and EA has been ha- has built their games around 
these like mocap animations. Like the 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 game is like literally built to like oh we need to design an animation in order for this to happen because it can't happen unless there's an animation to play type of thing. Um, so what what they're doing with FIFA is they actually managed to mocap all 22 people on the field at the same time. Which, to me, is bananas. Because if you, like, go look at video of a, of a mocap session, usually it's between one to two, two people. Maybe they get a third or fourth person in, but never an entire field all at once. Yeah. Um, Why? What what is this like? <laughs> what is what is the benefit of getting that many people? Like, why not just but do why? like a few, like like <laughs> right. why not do a few sessions with like a couple you know three two three people and like get like different situations and like you know right. circumstances? So, why do you need to mocap twenty two people? What is this give? What is this adding? So, so ad- admittedly, I, I am not like as hardcore into FIFA as I am Madden. Madden is the one that I that I like go hard on every year. But um, if if you've played a if you've played a FIFA game, right, you, you sort of start to to notice that um, players only really react like when, like when the ball is sort of quote unquote like on camera, right? Mm-hmm. Like within a within a certain range. So my understanding of the way that they're that they're talking about it, right, is that it this will just widen that range, and this will help like sort of open up the field a little bit, and like make it so that like more minute movements actually matter, and it it won't necessarily be about like just what happens around the ball. Hmm. It'll actually be about like the entire field, and again, I don't know how that what that means for gameplay at all. Right. Yeah. Like, but it's an interesting concept to think about. And like, I've been sort of hinting at like that tech could very easily come over to Madden <laughs> where, yeah. where ha- having, having that, uh, that ability to actually fully diagram an entire play would make a difference because you think about the way that like, um, American football is different um, in the in the way that it like starts and stops, right? Um, ha- having the ability to nail down a play to to work a specific way would be very helpful for that development team specifically mm-hmm. to, to to be able to lock in the logic to say that this is going to happen no matter what, mm-hmm. um, because that's been Madden's biggest hamstring this entire generation is that blocking is a crapshoot because they don't they don't know how to design the the blocking to work correctly 100% of the time. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So they they can mocap a whole bunch of people. That's uh that I'm sure that technology is going to have plenty of other uses um for yeah. various and, things, but and it and it's also like slightly disappointing that that's only on the next gen, like like that is their cutoff mm. where mm. they're saying that's only next gen. Okay. So like I have to go talk to Pat 
or go watch <laughs> streams mm-hmm. if I want to know, like, hey, does this FIFA stuff matter? Like, is it going to yeah. actually do things? Sure. Uh, well, what else is up with FIFA? Like, Ultimate Team stuff? Is that mostly the same? I have no yeah. idea what's going so, on. So, the, the, this for, is, like, from about maybe two, three weeks ago or a month ago now. They now have a pack in in FIFA, um, which will basically let you preview what comes out of a, out of a pack. Like it, it will basically you get to open the pack for free and and decide whether you want to keep it or not. Like, what? See, <laughs> so you can you can open this pack. See, okay, here's what might be in it. Well, well, no, he you can open it and and say. And like, look at what there is, and and decide if you want to keep it or not. Like, decide then, if you. Will. Oh, keep the card. Right. Okay, so you can keep. Okay, and then what do you do? You just like break it down or like sell it on their weird marketplace or. Well, y- y- so the, the 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 marketplace is is like a, a whole other thing where that's all that's always constantly moving, and um, it's it's part of why like um. Madden on on PC, the ultimate team marketplace for there is usually smaller because people don't people don't actually buy Madden on PC. They say they want it, right? The people cl- clamored for it for years, but it doesn't actually sell. Mm-hmm. Like they're not playing ultimate team there; they're playing offline uh, usually. But sure. um, so 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 basically they've. They've changed the way that you look at packs, and like from from my understanding, that is now going to just carry into the future. That has to do with some sort of uh, the way that the European law breaks down the way that you have to like sell certain things now. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I I don't know a, a ton. I don't know the ins and outs of FIFA the way I do Madden. All right. So. The um, in its and out its, yeah. Uh, any any other FIFA news or anything of that that sort? Uh, no, just that I that I I I, I think it's uh, I think um, th- this year Madden is is like if it, if if you are somebody who had a PlayStation 2 and you loved playing Madden, right? Um, and for whatever reason, you didn't, you didn't c- c- come back and you haven't, maybe you took a c- couple years off or you took the PS4 generation off, right? Like, this is probably the year to decide if, if, if you are ever going to play a Madden again. Um, wow, that's big words. That's, well, uh, it's a big decision to make, right? But, One shouldn't make that decision lightly. But 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 this seems like the the biggest um, jumping off point that you're ever going to get in terms of they actually like put resources into the franchise offline mode so that people like me who get mm-hmm. burned out on Ultimate Team because it requires 18 hours a day worth <laughs> of like attention. And and we get burned out by de- December and don't play the game for eight months. Like mm-hmm. we finally have something to like 
just play the game on, you mm. know? Um, so right. I, I am cautiously optimistic for Madden. I am hopeful to get into uh, FIFA. And I'm also, speaking of, of things that people have put uh, effort into, uh, it seems like they're going real hard on Battlefield. Like, real, real hard on... Yeah. This I, I is, was... is going to be Battlefield, like, forever type of, like, <laughs> we're going to do this for a long time. Uh, I mean, well, we've got another, like, 20 years until we're caught up. So, yeah, I think this is going to do it for Battlefield because we're all yeah. going to be dead by the time we hit 2042. So, yeah, uh, yeah that was kind of the last big thing, at least that I remember from the EA stuff, was they went like all out on battlefield portal yeah which seems kind of bonkers as someone who did not play a lot of battlefield and seeing all this stuff from across the battlefield games come in and they're basically making a forge mode from halo but for battlefield but you can't like modify the map so you can just like make custom game modes like pretty extensive like you can make like 4v32 or whatever it's like oh we're gonna use the future soldiers against the old timey soldiers and stuff like that i i think i think the thing that like really threw me was um seeing the the criterion logo on it like okay Mm -hmm. wow they really are just sending every single studio like Mm -hmm. they're putting bad company stuff in this game yeah like and I didn't know you could they have like combat medics or whatever. You can kill people with a defibrillator. Mm-hmm. So that was funny. Just seeing like hordes and hordes of dudes with defibrillators running up and then like shocking people and then getting knifed and then uh, you yeah, know, shocking it, more people. That it, was it, very silly. It, they, they also like made allusions to the fact that like the future weapons might be more powerful in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, like you can assume like, Oh, they'll have like better, uh, uh, like you know, more accurate, higher rate of fire, or something like that. Uh, but then, like, you know, how you balance that, I don't know. But that'll be up to people who mod it to decide, I guess, or people who use those custom modes. All right, Battlefield twenty forty two looks more and more like something I want to play. Yeah, and it it um, definitely like I have not ever touched any battlefield i have been i have maybe played like one match of of battlefield i've played a little bit of battlefront right like like but not ever enough to like feel comfortable with the thing and it's all it's also totally different because the way that the that the guns in battlefront worked is nothing like battlefield really like it sort of is but not mm-hmm. not in any like tactile yeah way um so it, I'll be really excited to jump into it. Um, and I, I figured out how to link, how, how to correctly set up my, um, my Game Pass account on my PC as a different account. So now I have basically double the trial time because I have an account <laughs> for PS4 and uh, for PC. Uh, so. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, any any thoughts on the EA showcase before we move on, uh, Alice and Alex? I don't uh, know if you caught it. 
No, I didn't watch it. I watched none of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I know All they right. announced a new Apex yeah. character and that people are psyched yeah. about that character. But other uh, than that, no. Yeah. And Battlefield seems good. I know, well, side conversation, I put in a note there. There were some people... That, the Battlefield Portal stuff came out probably like an hour or two before oh, yeah. the, the event. Game Rant, there was, uh, yeah, Game Broken Rant, like, And Broken Bargo, whatever. And it prompted this whole discussion of like people really freaking out over it, being like, oh, you just ruined like ton of people's hard work over the years and blah, 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 blah. And like people are getting really upset about the fact that they broke embargo. And like I looked at it and I was just like, I don't, the, those PR people, they don't really care that much. It's like, oh, our plans changed. Okay. It, but it sucks <laughs> for the other websites who rely on coverage and stuff like that for. Yeah, but that's uh, it's not but, you know to get that traffic. Time. It, it, no. Also, the video the video game industry is extremely fucking stupid with this stuff. It's the only industry where, like, they're actively trying to hide the games that they're working on, like the product they're working yeah. on, yeah. like movies. You know, a movie is in production for years ahead of time. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's so yeah. weird. It's like they don't yeah. want you to know that they're making a thing. But and it, it was a stupid thing. But anyways, definitely that's the only other thing i had from ea play was people freaking uh-huh. out over the fact that something got leaked or, or yeah i posted early. i want to um just i i know i've talked a whole bunch i'm super sorry but i want to no, uh hi- highlight a uh a thing that the that the madden developers have done they've actually made a uh a podcast about making the the, the franchise mode and i'll i'll mm. give it to alex so we can put it in the in the show notes but um sure. what's it called I, it's called, uh, it's literally called the Making Madden Podcast. Um, okay. Which I'll is allow it. neat. Um, and it's something that I've never seen from like game development before where you mm-hmm. sit, like, you as an internal team talk about what yeah. it's like to, to make the game in like a dedicated weekly podcast format. Like, mm-hmm. I would recommend. Uh, Building the game or Team GFB Radio; those are both really good. Oh yeah, that's um, the Team GFB Radio. Didn't that uh, get like stopped, canceled? But don't don't they no longer make it? I thought they still made. Uh, they were still making it like a couple months ago. I think I haven't oh, listened okay. to any recent episodes, but I thought they were still going. I, I could have. I thought there was talk about some stopping. Maybe not. Yeah. Anyways, they talk about game development too. That's not, those kinds of things are great. Getting that perspective. There's not yeah. been an update to Team GFB Radio and since March 22nd. Sad. Well, listen to the old episodes then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, what is this heroin? What is this? Uh, no, okay, it's COVID vaccine. <laughs> like, is, is this the- heroin? Another podcast uh, title, baby. On Andre's Google is going to be really messed up for the next couple of weeks. This is just Team GFB Radio. Come on, uh, that's all I googled. Um, I wrote on my mortar cap or whatever when I graduated. I put Run GFB on the hmm. top. Uh, wow. Can I send it to Dave Lang? That makes me feel uh, old. Because I don't think Team GFB yeah. was running when I graduated. <laughs> Team GFB has always been running. Always will be. Always has been. Uh, okay. Other news stories. This is a quickie. I blast through them. Uh, New World. We talked about it last week. Pat was playing it. I think. Right? Did the, did we talk about this last week? Or maybe just a little uh, bit? No, we remember. talked about it 
in because we were talking about MMOs and that New okay. World was coming out and that like okay. people were hot hot on the, right. the reception from like the trials, but they they put right. it into a recent trial this week. Yeah, uh, it was like immediately after I think like Pat mentioned uh, that New World is bricking thirty nineties, um, and it's it's hard to say what exactly the cause is. Maybe it's like firmware related. Maybe it's the game's fault. There was some word going around that for 30, like the menus were uncapped in terms of like frame rate. So the game, like 3090s would just start running the menus at like 9,000 frames per second and like burn themselves out. Yep. Um, That's specifically, specifically because they draw so much dang power. So those things hitting their limits is bad. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so a lot of people uh, lost their very expensive graphics cards. EVGA, at least, has said we'll replace them. Uh, and the frame rate stuff has been patched out of the game, or patched into the game, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you want to look limiter, at it. Basically. There's, yeah, they have uh, addressed the issue, supposedly. But, like, but that's, damn. That's. Like, the that's cards are already hard to find, and. You know, like the amount of people playing with a 3090, probably very small, but also like significant enough that they're like, okay, we have to fix this. Well, those are probably the people you want playing that game because evidently they're whales. Like they're willing to spend a whole fuck ton of money. Um, Maybe, yeah. So, like, those are probably the people that they should not be screwing over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just that is incredible. but yeah, so New World off to a roaring start. I think uh, it's pretty good. I I just don't even want to talk about the story. It's the Olympic music, like video game music, whatever. Who cares? Who gives a shit? They put <laughs> they put video game music in the Olympic ceremony, and the composer is a shithead. He was the composer of Dragon Quest. The composer of the Dragon Quest music is a shithead. Yeah, uh, it was like. 20 other songs that weren't from him yeah but the guy the guy who organized it and like arranged it and all that stuff is just fucking sucks and like the olympics are a fucking catastrophe and we talked about the olympics game earlier but like i just i I think it's a positive i think it's a positive thing for the industry and like for those who want to legitimize the art of music and especially the art of video game music um sure like looking at, looking at it in that capacity like i saw I people, just, I, like my parents talking about how it was all video game music and that being pretty rad mm-hmm. yeah and we, we and we've seen a a sort of loosening of like you can find official game soundtracks on spotify now mm-hmm. um i mean that like i feel like a lot of that just has more more to do with like especially with japanese companies like super archaic weird like copyright and like ip restrictions and like we don't want to put our music out for anybody outside japan or like you should you you should talk to allison about that trying to find any japanese music on streaming services i i know like it's it's terrible (laughs) it's absolutely stupid and like yep like yeah and we talked about it like last week with uh, Judgment and you know the talent stuff around that, uh, which yeah. Alice was, yeah. Allison wasn't here for. But yeah, it's just yeah, uh, and like yeah, it's nice to uh, you know 
maybe more people can uh understand persona 5 vibes but um but like yeah i just this whole olympics is just fucking stupid and then they had their whole thing with the music composer before being like just like an absolute monster of a person and then they go and they pick this guy and then this guy also sucks like on in like an international level not just like local to japan like this guy has very heinous views and so it just it just sucks all the way around um let's see next news story neil blomkamp director of district nine working on a triple a multiplayer shooter with new developer gunzilla or relatively new gunzilla games what is gunzilla games made i think this might be the first game oh okay so there are new developer uh they're German. Okay. Is Neil Blomkamp German? I probably. Oh, he's named Chief Visionary Officer of Godzilla Games. <laughs> that sounds like a George R. R. Martin. I'm going to pay you to write a world building document that we're going to use that. Mm. Yeah. CVO, probably. baby. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah. I, I just, I don't even. Okay. Chief. Okay. Um, Man. sure. Why not? He who 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 gets to be the the visionary officer of of fix? I've got Thank so you. much vision, baby. Twenty twenty. Twenty one. Probably Mocha. Wow. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Wow. Uh, I would trust Mocha's vision. But Mocha's Pat's dog, for those who don't know. Dog can't even look up. <laughs> Can you? It's not true. Dogs. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Uh, yeah. Um, what's up, dog? It's, it's the tragedy of that phrase, because you ask a dog, what's up? They can't. They can't. They don't know. Can't look up, so they don't know what's up. It's not acknowledging any of this. <laughs> Tom Clancy. Uh, <laughs> this, Tom Clancy's most famous uh, IP is uh, getting a game. X Defiant. Everybody loves it. Everybody knows it. Jack Ryan, X Defiant. I don't know, whatever. Uh, fat. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know anything about this game. Did anybody look at anything about this game? Yeah, it so looks it, fine. Uh, no, <laughs> it is. It is biting Call of Duty more than any other type of shooter. It's um, like Call of Duty and also kind of Overwatch. Like it's kind of an arena shooter in in that sense. Like c- characters do have abilities. I, I, I guess in that. If you're looking at it as a Call of Duty, it's kind of like a Call of Duty Black Ops 3 that it's cribbing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, yeah, I, I think that makes sense, too. I will I will probably like it more than Siege, just based on the fact that there's probably no team killing. And so I won't be forced <laughs> to sit, sit out an entire match because somebody just decides that because I blocked a door wrong, I need to get shot in the face with a shotgun. Hmm. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm. I have 
no desire to like check this out like partially because of like the yo fuck ubisoft but also just like i I don't care about these kinds of games for the most part like battlefield is the exception right now uh so yeah uh it it looks fine the fact that they're calling it xd is very stupid like x defined yeah. whatever but like and it it, it, it seems just, like kind of forced they're forcing personality on it that it doesn't have like yeah. saying it's a, it's like a, like a punk, punk rock, rock bit. like and from all i've heard no no it's not <laughs> yeah it's just it's like it it's like sunset overdrive had the same kind of attitude but and they didn't but it had like the aesthetic and the stuff right. maybe this does but right but they didn't feel the need to like um, you don't say you, you if you say you're punk rock game. you're not punk rock yeah it's it's probably fine maybe in motion when you're playing it it's fun and all that but it's it's very dumb <laughs> yeah it's just xd rar um boxy Spork. kind of stuff yeah mm-hmm. which whatever no, i should have looked through but yeah i should have looked weird. through this news list earlier so i could have segued more smoothly into this story there was a, like a while ago, a couple of weeks ago, some Ukrainian warehouse got busted with yeah. a bunch of PS4s that people said was mining crypto. And then yeah, and they the were questioning how who owned PS4s it. could mine crypto. Yeah. And then the people running were like, no, that's not what, how that happened. Turns out they were farming FIFA Ultimate Team cards or whatever currency. I, I don't know how that works even. Like, I don't so, understand anything at all. So but, I don't. I don't know the specifics of of what what they were doing because even the uh, like Kotaku story didn't actually go into like the mm. the process of it, right? It just said that it was yeah. happening. Um, yeah. But basically, this happens because FIFA is the biggest game that they that EA has in the Ultimate oh, yeah. Team roster, and so what they're able to do is. Uh, use the PS4 system to make different accounts, right? And mm-hmm. and so you make different like y- like user accounts, and you go in and you get the stuff from your base ultimate team w- when you start the game. Mm-hmm. You turn that into coins. Mm-hmm. You use those. The bots use those coins to turn those into cards. The cards then get sold to the actual accounts, where the actual accounts then sell them back for coins. That's a some, a, vi- a very some, loose, bad description of. It's like some weird ass money laundering. Yeah, one hundred percent bullshit. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, yeah it's bad and they need they, they need to figure out ways to to get to like clamp down on that on that stuff because there's like entire <clears throat> websites where um you can just pay real money to buy coins from from a bot account by l- listing an auction for 4 million coins and this bot this bot account that's like farmed coins by automating uh, playing the game, by like just having a button that will push X every twenty minutes, right? And and it just 
set up to automatically like lose the game. That's and so it, dumb. It do, it's, yeah, it's just next gen WoW gold farming. Yeah, ba- basically. Um, Except like way more insidious and gross. Way more. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. the, the the stuff was pretty insidious and gross too because they were exploiting like third world countries. But but yeah, but this, this is, is like also uh, you know <laughs> pretty all, like gambling it, like stuff yeah. and like the yeah. like if your game can be used for you know like shit like money laundering laundering you know yeah. like come on yeah like there was a time when um steam had I some mean, of these kinds of issues with like yeah. people's inventories and like the mm-hmm. trade of like csgo items if you all remember all those mm-hmm. weird yeah. stories like yeah but they they more or less fixed it and they they actually addressed it it seems like the FIFA stuff, they've just kind of turned a blind eye to it forever. Like they've been like, Oh, we're going to make these changes to it. We're going to try these things, but it's never actually caught. Like people are still finding ways to do this kind of shit. Well, Uh it's not, I, I, yeah, I, I I would say it's, it's not so much that they aren't like caught and, and taken care of like the, the, the system will sweep up the bot accounts. The problem is that you, that you don't stop people from just making more creating new. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, and like, how do you and stuff well, like that? You it's know? pretty yeah. easy. The way you do it is you make it so new accounts can't use it until they get above a certain level of you know doing activities. Sure. Like you, it, you don't gain access to it until like right out of the box. But it's it's the irony of if EA would have kept the online pass system, <laughs> you would see less of this. Yeah, you're right. Maybe you're totally right. If it was associated with, if it was basically a serial number tied to an account, yeah, you're right. Because they would have to pay five, ten bucks in order to be able to do this, so that would right. be a big enough barrier to entry that it would be diminishing returns. But 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 yeah. but then again, if you if you have a warehouse of three hundred PS4s, you're gonna figure out some way to do this anyway. Yeah, if so you're like if you're laundering money, probably. like you know, you're just paying that. That's just like a little little tax, it's a, a little tip it's a to EA. Yeah. Like if you if you've got that kind of money sitting around to do this in time to do this kind of thing and the the power and the space like you know you can make oh, that work. The, another part of that story was the fact that they were stealing power from somewhere else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So but that part I think they also said no, it weren't. But that like you know who knows? Uh, hard yeah, to but say. so there was also the Blizzard lady who said no, we weren't. So. Yeah, and you know that that whole situation is there. Yeah, that whole situation is weird. Uh, you know, it's like the uh, the Korean mafia and Yakuza Seven, who is just like siphoning power off of like half of the city of Yokohama. Just like, yeah, we've got like this entire like Nat's rest of cables up to this like building we all live in. Uh, very strange, but just like that, yeah. Yep, one hundred percent. Part of their mining cri- mining crypto, you know, they're mining crypto in that place. Um, their super surveillance like, state they've built got like seventeen snipers with with bow crossbows. Yeah, yeah, just like God, that scene was brutal. That's like the last thing I I, I played in that game, and like I've I I I've now started the like the like Dragon Quest part of the game proper, where like mm-hmm. the enemies will now change and like yeah. look like monsters and stuff and so yeah mm-hmm. it's a, it'll be a nice uh game for me to game. plug away at in all did you, so. did you 
did you finish Yakuza 6? No, I didn't. That's my great sin. Ah, uh, you should uh, watch a playthrough of Yakuza 6 because there's some stuff later on that, like, will tie into Yakuza 6. Does it involve right. baby football? Well, rugby? N- no, okay. sadly. <laughs> but there, there, there is some stuff. And I, I think that was a... So last year for Games Done Quick, uh, they did that was an incentive was that scene to watch, to, to watch, to watch that it, entire scene rather skip than skip it. Yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway. It was funny. Uh Anyways. last news story. Uh kind of building off what we talked about last week with Final Fantasy fourteen and the WoW Exodus and which is being exacerbated by uh the events of this week. A lot of people canceling their subscriptions, sit in protests and stuff in uh for Blizzard, Blizzard yeah. games. But uh, Final Fantasy XIV's servers have gotten so crowded that they have made a like a new AFK boot system. I thought there was already an AFK system in here. They they typically put it out around um, new expansions because like that's when people come back. That's when their servers are most loaded up. So it's usually a temporary thing around those times. So that like yeah, basically the short of it is. If you're AFK in an area for more than 30 minutes, it'll just kind of boot you to the menu to make server space because people want to get in and they don't just want a yeah. bunch of people hanging out around Limsa Lamincia because they're used to playing fucking Black Desert Online. And, you know, <laughs> they just sat around optimizing their goddamn fishing or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Black Desert is weird where they encourage people to AFK. It's strange. What? Weird. Yeah. Um, read about it sometime it's really strange they it's like they do it to kind of pump up their numbers or something mm-hmm. so it looks like more people are playing it than are anyways um so yeah people i don't know if y'all y'all have at some point played final fantasy 14 here um to varying degrees and you've probably seen in limsa limsa especially just tons of people just sitting there with the afk icons just existing why yeah, my- i don't know my my biggest um my some of my biggest barriers have been when I've tried to create characters I couldn't because the server was like totally you you can't put a character on a a server if like it's grayed out and so yep. Yep. there there had been times where it, because because this was before like crosslink uh, the first time like in order to get on the server that my friends were on I had to physically wait until like X time for it to like work to cool down a little bit. Yeah. Totally. So bananas. Yeah. So the re all these things we were just talking about with the Exodus and just final fantasy 14 becoming incredibly popular. Uh, that meant that they had to, uh, institute these kinds of things that they usually don't in the middle of a season, uh, (laughs) because of the just insane demand and, Mm. uh, Yoshi P, seemed like he actually was like really stressed about it and was sad because like yeah. these people were having such a negative experience. Like it was like, he was sad that his game was so successful in a way, which was kind well, of it, interesting. But if you read the statement, like he, he seems like such a genuine dude. Well, it seemed like I, I didn't like get the full context, but it seemed like people were like, Oh, well, if it's so busy, like I'll log out and I won't like just hang around and limp solo like doing yeah. whatever or like, people you know, I'll, that, yeah. 
I won't just like sit and eat and look, watch people go by or whatever. But then like <laughs> watch, in a statement, he's like, no, like I totally get it. That's like part of the, like you got to like sit and like chill to get ready for like the more difficult like raids and stuff like mentally mm-hmm. or like, you know, part of role playing is like just chilling out and dancing and limps a little or whatever. Like I yeah. get it. Like you're, you're, you're chill to do that. Like the AFK timer will take care of the AFK people. And like, you know, that'll, that'll be a thing. Yeah. Like, we want you to like have fun and role play and stuff like that, but you know, we our do servers this. are on fire. Help! But we got we got to do something here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Colin yeah. Clyde, maybe he can help. Is it Cly- Clive? Clyde? Not Clyde. Clive. Final Fantasy sixteen. Oh, right, right, right. That, yeah, that right. guy. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that was his name. But yeah, yeah, it's. I can link the uh, statement he made in our in our show notes, but it's 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 just an interesting problem to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's the game is having a moment uh, much earlier than they were anticipating. I assume like, I think and, they were probably thinking like November yeah. will you know things will like pop off and we'll get like a huge like rush of subscribers and blah 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 and then lo and behold here it is in july and you know five months early or so five months yeah (laughs) i just feel so guilty being like so far behind all the time i just need to to just suck it up and just get with people and make a schedule and just Mm -hmm. say i'm going to do this Mm -hmm. because (laughs) like that's the only way it's ever going to get done because the the beginning of that game despite what people will tell you about the shortened like the the different start you know is still incredibly the beginning of a massive mmo yeah type of yeah i played through that stuff like two years ago and then i just played it through it again this year because i made a new character and i would struggle to tell you what had been removed like maybe there (laughs) were a few like minor quests here and there um like a little less back and forth but it felt like very much the same thing uh but i i I, i'd have to look at it and see but there's probably like a little bit less back and forth stuff in those i think the back and forth was a factor but i think they also streamlined the leveling so that you are not required to do side stuff in order to progress like you can just do main story part of it and you're good uh i hope some of y'all at least get to Shadowbringers because I, I we need to have a spoiler cast about that game at some point <laughs> because holy oh, shit is it good? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm working on it. I've I've got like yeah. a, I think a Pat's month there. and a half to like jump to jump through the rest of uh, Stormblood and those patches and whatnot. But I've yeah. also got other games I want to play. Yeah, uh, and but whatnot. But Shadow, Shadowbringers yeah. is really good. We need to have a full conversation about Emmett Selk. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You'll know. Someday we're all going to figure it out together. Yeah, it's okay. really good. Uh, and that's going to do it for news this week. That's going to do it for this podcast this week. Dang. Yeah. Happy to be part of a true five-star runtime podcast. <laughs> oh, we can, <laughs> we're back, we can baby. keep going, baby. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were longer last week. Uh, I, but we talked a lot before, so I don't know actually know what our runtime was last week. Runtime was it like matter. two-ish hours. Oh, no way. Something was like it? that. Us? It, it, two it hours? Was, no, uh, it, 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 was, it was long, wasn't it? 
uh, uh, oh, 254. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's what I thought. I should um, know that. I edit these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, there was someone made like a transcription like thing where you could just like pop your uh, podcast in and transcribe it. Yeah. It'll transcribe it. Uh, but I tried it with one of our, I think, Rip Cranky Kong. But yeah, it only registered it as like two people. And yeah, then, it doesn't work for us very well. <laughs> and then it was just like at first it started off okay and then it just got like nightmarish and like massive yep. walls of text that didn't differentiate people and yeah i mean yep. andre I've you e- e- you edited that that piece with me that i put up forever mm. ago yeah and transcription just, stuff is difficult yeah just even even a single voice typing oh yeah thing yep. is but, bad yeah this couldn't it's... even like differentiate like different voices uh, which yep. I thought like it would be able to, but it wasn't like maybe if you're, cause it only said like participant one, participant two, maybe if like we didn't talk over each other or like there was more like, okay, I'm mm. talking, stop. You're talking, stop. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Totally. But I, I would love if we it. could make, yeah, I would love if we could make transcriptions for our mm-hmm. podcast. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, it's no. It's it's, it's, it's really sad the the amount of effort it takes compared mm-hmm. to a a normal type of like transcription. Uh, any any transcription takes yeah. like a lot of time and is not easy. Like having yeah. done like some small transcription jobs, yeah, it's hard. It takes a lot of time and so, effort and. Yeah. Related to last week's episode and not about transcription, we got so many messages about eating poop. Oh God, yeah, and I was <laughs> wasn't there, um, and I just see yeah. people talking about this in our group chat. And I'm like, what is going on with like what was yeah. what was We're happening? Dogs and like dogs eat poop. No, dogs dogs eat cat poop. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, you just posted that without any context, and I was like, excuse me. <laughs> So about the latest I mean, episode and eating poop. If you were on the episode, you would have had the context, Allison. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Whose fault is it? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. I I don't even remember how we got. I don't. I don't even know why people were messaging us about eating poop. Like I. I had at least five I, messages about eating poop. God. Are these people like and actually, Allison? I eat poop and I prefer. <laughs> yeah. Take okay. as much time well, away as you need. I, I can't blame you. I can't blame you at all. Uh, but that is going to do it for this episode of the Gaming Fix podcast on July 24th, 2021, episode 182. I've been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's favorite Olympic sport. You can find me on Twitter at CoolestLaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W, and I'm going to try to stream to Twitch this week and for like the next month. And then we'll see what happens after that. Uh, but, yeah, I'll post there. I'll probably post uh, from our Twitter account for the podcast, at Fix Podcasts. Uh, but you cannot find our stuff on YouTube, apparently, because Alex got us banned. Well, it's still there, <laughs> but we can't stream on YouTube. No, we can't uh. stream on YouTube. Okay, that's it. Okay, well. And we're blocked in certain countries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, of course. I probably can't look at our YouTube page. I wonder yeah. if I can. I don't know. Uh, Allison, where can people find you? 
Find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. And Chris? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wheels1993 for the next week or so, and then I take a hiatus in August. If you want to understand why that hiatus is important for me, you can read the pinned tweet that's pinned to the top of my Twitter. Um, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm safe. It's whatever. It's just a thing that I do as a process every, every year about silence and and what it means to suddenly not have a voice and uh, uh, things like that. So thank you for giving me a voice on this podcast. Anytime. We're happy to have you. Especially to help us talk about difficult things like what is Madden? Yeah, it's pretty difficult. And Alex, where can people find you? I'm getting stabbed in about two hours, so... Noise. Yeah. Just make sure to... uh, It's not a serrated blade. No, it's non-serrated and very very thin and then they inject a liquid with it. cylindrical um nice. we are we are currently live on youtube you've lied to me alex is it hi youtube restream yeah. says we can't that's interesting uh, we are currently live on youtube <laughs> I will. that's great all right awesome yeah. i will show you the message it shows me okay well uh <laughs> thanks for listening everybody And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast. So long. Stay wet, gamers. We almost got away with it. I can't. I can't let it lie. Oh, stop this goddamn recording right now. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.